0: We are back you, again? Again. again again on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. My name is Dirty Mike. And I'm the Big Ugly. And we are here for episode 86, Big Ugly. I know it feels like deja vu. We just talked about this. <laughs> but did you think four and a half years ago that we would still be here episode 86 doing this no uh, you know I thought by now I would have quit <laughs> <laughs> man uh, I, some, somehow I knew that is a fresh joke <laughs> no I, it was it's fresh to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast listeners we appreciate you no, but we didn't quit. We're still here because we have hundreds, nay, thousands of people listening to us all over the state, all over the country, even all over the world, I would say. And uh, we appreciate everybody. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All these things that are guests for the double digits now. He, he, is, he has heard about all these things but probably have never been on them because he is the king of non social media, hashtag no hashtag, the king of social distancing. There's too many monikers, I'm telling you, but they all work. CM Funk, welcome
1: oh, back. Thank you, uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, really, I, I don't know what to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that I, I that can that tell hasn't... you what to say. You, you always appreciate being uh, back. Oh. You, you always, always a pleasure. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like this.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm. Man, this is weird. You know, like, even <laughs> when we have
0: technical difficulties, which happens. You, you guys don't know this because you can't hear it. But it's it, it happens. But we're okay. So, so, CM Funk, welcome back. We appreciate you being here. Gentlemen, thank you as always. That, see, I, I knew you were going to say something like that. Um, a lot has gone on. We will get into the beef of the episode. But first, I want to talk about, um, you know, just staying safe. You know, we're wearing masks. We're six feet away from each other uh we understand we the, the pandemic's still going on but wash your hands sanitize don't touch your face and don't The you know, holidays are coming up you know you're going to be tempted to go out and get into gatherings family gatherings thanksgiving christmas be careful be safe don't do it i mean this is what we got zoom meetings for this is what we got amazon shipping stuff for so i guess we've got to shout out to them now because they're gonna they should pay us for saying that um but anyway, how you doing with everybody at the Palatial Garden Estates? Everybody's safe. Everybody happy. Everybody's all right. Everybody's safe. Everybody's happy. Everybody's all right. Uh, you, you, you nailed it. I nailed so, it. Yeah. Right, right on that, the money. That, that was good. That so was I'm good glad everybody's okay. And yep. big ugly. What about the mansion uh, 2.0? Everybody's safe, healthy, happy. Yeah, everybody's everybody doing okay? Everybody's safe and good. Uh, nobody comes over.
2: So, <laughs>
0: yeah, we're all good. <laughs> and um, Bingo. Uh, and uh, we know Mrs. Ugly No. No pun intended that's what? just a that's yeah. just a nickname you know she's kind of in the middle of this world she's uh de- definitely going out there helping out being safe uh you know helping everybody else be safe she's doing okay she's seeing some things in the world that might be helping us we might be going into phase four sometime soon Wait, there's a phase four? I don't know. We're gonna find out. Oh. Right now we're in phase three. Some some people are in phase uh. three. But I don't know. She's she's helping the world. She's doing okay you know, yeah. out there helping the world. She's yeah. not sick or anything. No, no, she's been good. good. Um, yeah. I mean they
2: take a lot of precautions and everything. So good. she does work with COVID positive patients, but you know, I think that she said the numbers are going down. That's so, good. Yeah.
0: And she's right in the middle of it, so right, yeah. and she's never been infected and she's never brought it home for you to be infected. So oh. obviously the healthcare workers are Doing a a great thing. So we appreciate you. Thank you so much for everything y'all are doing on the front line staff. Now, um, this episode 86 of the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, take two. um, We're going to talk as we do about professional wrestling. A lot has happened since the last time we talked about a month ago. from SummerSlam to NXT TakeOver, which was NXT XXX, kind of like WrestleMania XXX was. Oh, ah. yeah. Used numbers, Vince. So, doesn't
1: like to do that. Will that be the last TakeOver that's done in front of nobody? Uh, <laughs> Since Triple X was... No, wait, that was... Never mind.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah. See, mind. you know, it's not. It's never too soon. Yeah. And It's never oh, too oh, late, oh, yeah. I guess. Um, we're going to talk about the Thunderdome. We're going to talk about returns. We're going to talk about surprises. We're going to talk about... Uh, performances that we saw out of nowhere wasn't that the uh out of nowhere SummerSlam? wasn't that the they all have nicknames now yeah i don't even care anymore <laughs> really. i mean gold rush <laughs> is uh, coming up oh. clash of the champions gold rush yeah who but I, I i don't know I, I guess they got rid of numbers now they all have nicknames yeah i thought gold rush was a show on discovery channel I, that, I thought it might have been huh. I think some of the independent pl- uh, promotions that um, some of the folks that listen to this, there's been a gold rush in a couple of them yeah. <laughs> a couple times. But anyway, so we're going to talk about that kind of stuff. Also, a little bit later on in our episode, we're going to welcome back a guest, Michael Spedden. We all, uh, he's an actor, he's a singer, he's a performer. Uh, he's also a fellow podcaster on the Foul Players Radio, F-O-W-L, Foul Players Radio. Um, and uh, me and Michael Spedden talk uh, for a little bit about... Just life in general, COVID-19, what he's doing, what we're doing, a little cross-promotion for the podcast, which is always good because we're always looking to expand. Because, Big Ugly, we're on our way to 100 podcasts. Yes. Wow. Now crazy. you didn't think we were going to get to eighty six. Now, right now, you can tell me we're going to get to a hundred. Yeah, we're, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, I might quit at ninety nine. Right, right. <laughs> Man, don't do it because the dirty, ugly wrestling podcast doesn't want you to do it. Because otherwise, it would just be the dirty wrestling <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Or the dirty CM funk, <laughs> I don't know how yeah, we're gonna no, do that. I, no, no you
1: can't. I can't. I the can't, dirty I can't and then all that. the monikers. Yeah. You know,
0: we can do it. So <laughs> just, 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 the dirty funk podcast. How about that? No, we need ugly in there. Yeah, it's this. It's dirty boring. and ugly and funk all seem like they would go together.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, uh. dirty and ugly creates funk. I think.
0: <laughs> well, right. I, mean, I we mean, kind of did. I mean, kind we, of, yeah, kind of. We brought you in and uh, <laughs> you know birthed you into this. That's terrible. I shouldn't yeah. say that. Anyway, so we're gonna do that, uh, Michael Spedden, and then of course a little bit later on. We're gonna, you know, wrap up as we always do, and I think Big Ugly's gonna have a little more Hall of Fame conversation for yeah. us a little
2: bit later. Ooh. That's why I'm, 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 like
0: not talking now because I'm trying to find because he's a coming up with I it was not prepared. on <laughs> the spot, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We appreciate it. All right, so let's uh, let's jump right into some of the, the notes I was taking. So what what happens? And as you guys usually know, on the a Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, stationary. Um, when something happens in the world or in the world of professional wrestling, I jot down a note. And then I come back to the note, and then it brings it all back up. So, of course, the first thing I'm going to, and I'm going to get this out of the way, but, I mean, we don't want to disrespect Chadwick Bozeman. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's just, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. rest in peace, absolutely. But this man revolutionized uh, the Black Panther character and also, uh, you know, career. He did a lot of good stuff. And he was barely in his forties, I believe. Yeah. Forty-three. Uh, Forty-three, yeah. Um, yeah. and just passed away. And we had—I I had no idea he was battling. Uh, I guess nobody had. No one. No bad. one knew had, until knew. it was actually. Yeah.
1: You know, <laughs> he was still—he was still filming a movie, like right. Six months ago. I like,
0: mean, before all this COVID stuff happened. But I mean, you know, we—we we had no idea. But and when that came out, I was just like, man. in the the prime of his life and just in his career and it's just absolutely terrible and and sad especially with you know everything that's going on politically around the world it just it couldn't have come at a worse time um but he was extremely talented and his work will live on forever i've seen him in a lot of different things he had a lot of great talents and um very positive always smiling you know great guy so you know that's a that's a rest in peace moment right there so we got to you know, I saw Black Panther. We even talked about that on the podcast a couple times. Yeah, I we think, had a yeah, when, I think when, it, when
2: it came out, uh, we reviewed reviewed it on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, man. I mean, that's uh, that one was that one's crazy. Twenty twenty you...
0: sucks, man. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. yeah. All all together, we just need right. this year to go away, and twenty twenty one needs to come. Were you back. about to say, where was I when I found out?
2: Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Yeah. So I was I was actually in a bed, and my boy texted me and was just like, "Yo, Chadwick Boseman died." And I, I I was just like, nah, he probably got some fake news. Yeah, so right, yeah. I, let, let me go check my real sources. And uh but no, it was it was true, man. I, I was just blown mm-hmm. away. I couldn't even go to sleep right after that, you know. It was just like it was. Yeah, insane. how
0: do you? Like that's just out of literally out of nowhere. Like yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um but uh, and, and also just and kind of in the same vein, you know, we found at least I think I found out between this last podcast and this one that Cal uh, Ripken Jr. Was battling prostate cancer, yeah, man. and he um, he recovered fully, remission. He's good to go, and you know, it was roughly 25 years ago that he broke the Ironman record, the 21:31 games. But I had no idea. That, I mean, that wasn't made public. I guess I understand why, but you know, get yourself checked out and things like that. But I just man, 2020 sucks. Um, but there's there's parts of it that will continue and go on. So Chadwick Boseman, we appreciate, and Cal Ripken Jr. You know, he's a Maryland, Baltimore, Oriole. You got, you're got. you wearing the orange right there, CM Funk. Homer. Homer, um, yeah. Um, yeah, how about that? So, and the baseball season of 2020 is almost over. It just started. It's almost over. The Orioles were wild card contenders there for a little bit. Well, it's, it's still still kind of in it, but uh, it's going to be tough to get in. We pull a major league and win the rest of the games. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, if they just peel pieces of uh, Peter Angelos' cutout off and his clothes. <laughs> and <yeah. laughs> That's weird. Oh, my
0: God. That's just um, weird. That is weird. But, you know, and, and the Ravens actually started. Uh, they're 1 0, so it's fantastic. Um, and uh, we, we played against Cleveland at home, which is great. How did the Cowboys do? Did they play? They did play and they lost. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, they made a bone-headed play. I don't know. I
2: guess you guys might not didn't see it, but. Yeah, it was like uh, they had a chance to tie the game. It was Uh like 17 to 20. Okay. And there was more time left. It was like, I think, right before the fourth quarter. Okay. And instead of, they were like fourth and something. And instead of just kicking the field goal, because they were well within field goal range, they decided to go for it. And I'm like, you guys are not the Ravens. So they (laughs) went for it. And they didn't get it, of course, and that was it. Like nobody else scored the rest of the game. But I'm like, so they could had they have have kicked the, the field right goal and tied the game, it just went into overtime Ooh, wow. with nobody else scoring. But they they
0: lost the game. That's it's just incredible. like a dumb play.
3: Yeah,
0: uh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. But hey, you know what? They can come back. You never know. Uh, I got I got faith in the Cowboys. Maybe yeah. we'll see the Rams I mean, win the, the Cowboys game. in the yeah, Super we'll Bowl. See. Uh, or we might see the Ravens and the Washington football team in the uh, Super Bowl. The Washington, <laughs> the football,
2: Washington team. football team. I mean, they couldn't have come up with a name before then. But they, uh,
0: they could have done something better than that. Um, but, you know, th- they still got the same colors.
1: I think it takes a little while to get the copyright, and that's probably... Uh, ah, yeah, uh, okay. uh,
0: Makes sense. Yeah, so makes sense. Just the Washington football team. But they won. I mean, hey. Yeah, know, they won. They won. Yeah. Um, so yeah, football's back, and uh, there's a couple of stadiums that are allowing limited fans, but you got to do a whole bunch of testing and t- contact tracing just to you know get in to be a fan. Um, so, because actually, uh, one of the, the Chiefs game that was on, I think Thursday night, they already said somebody contracted COVID from that, and they traced it back to ten people, and those ten people are in quarantine, and of course the, the person's in quarantine. So they're not like shutting down the Kansas City Chiefs, or you know shutting down the fact that they can let fourteen thousand people in. They, they've really taken that, that seriously if they're letting you into the stadium. So, a couple stadiums doing that. Not us. Not the Ravens. Not the Cowboys, even though they got that modern stadium. Wait a minute. Are the Cowboys doing it?
2: They
0: what? letting fans in? I'm not
2: sure. I'm not because they played in L.A. Okay. So, I'm not sure. If yeah, they're like fans man. Or.
1: 500, what, uh, million-dollar uh, stadium? So and fast one, stadium. And no one there. And right, no one to there to that enjoy that it, enjoy right? It. Yeah. And All they, that money. They yeah.
0: fast-tracked that thing to get it done, and you made it ready for football season, yeah. and then, bam, nope, nothing. Yeah. And that's where WrestleMania was supposed to be next year. And a matter of fact, as soon as they said that, Big Ugly, we were like, man, we got to look into doing it. Yeah, um, going out to Hollywood, and uh, I would have loved to see that stadium. But and now, now there's rumors that they're going to move it from uh,
1: from L.A. or whatever for next year. Uh, I just read that this morning that they're uh, talking like apparently there's like been some big concerts that have been booked for that same weekend in the area, and they're like thinking that they might have to move it because it would be too many people.
0: Well, wait a minute. Why? Why you got to move WrestleMania? Move the other stuff, right? <laughs> I, guess the con- I guess the concerts are more of a short. Thing but how are we on, gonna? I mean, I mean, by, by then, how are we even gonna have big concerts or big? God, I mean, that's God. just like a couple months after December, it, and everything's still shut down in December. It all might burn to the ground out
1: there in California, anyways. So, well,
0: they got I wildfires don't. happening, yeah. and that's that's bad. Anyway, just just
1: something I read this this morning. I don't know what rumor true. and innuendo, rumor and innuendo, both.
0: Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't see WrestleMania taking place in a big. I mean, if it does, they gotta—they're only gonna have like you know, ten thousand people spread out, kind of like the football thing's doing now. You know what I'm saying? But they put a lot of money into this ThunderDome. We're actually gonna talk about that real quick since we are talking about venues for wrestling. And uh, the Amway Center in Orlando, Florida, has that contract through October 31st, and then the WWE is looking for some. they're they're trying to follow in aew's footsteps actually kind of an outdoor venue that they can put a roof on um so that they can have a a constant tv taping and do the thunderdome thing from there uh or and uh invite fans back in just like aew it's funny that it used to be the wcw and ecw were kind of following in wwe's footsteps now it's backwards aew seems to be doing everything right these days
1: yeah they they seem to have got the right ideas for all this stuff and all and Taking advantage of it. And I think WWE is just overthinking everything right now, and that's their problem. You that's know,
0: just kind of what they do. That's yep. what they do, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. What do you yeah. think of the Thunderdome, Big Ugly?
2: I, well, I will say I've, I've actually been enjoying the Thunderdome. I think that it, it brings back a bit of the bigger arena feel yeah. than like the small uh, performance center thing they've been using. Yeah. So I've been enjoying that. I like seeing the fans on the virtual screen. It, it To me, it immerses me back into. A little bit of just what it was like when, when fans were there. Yes. It's not completely there, but sure. it, it gives me more of those vibes.
0: It's not just empty black out there, you know, it's... yeah. yeah. And it's not just a couple of people smacking on a piece of plexiglass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly yeah. Even though they're still doing that for NXT, which they're doing from Full sale University. Um, but it, 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 it makes sense. That's the uh, the smaller field NXT. It should be different. Uh, it shouldn't all look exactly the same. But uh, So NXT is actually doing pretty good at Full sale as well. And then they got, um, underground, underground. Let's, let's talk about this real quick. And we might've touched on this last time when it started off raw underground at the 10 o'clock hour. It's kind of like a fight club thing. Uh, it looked like it was pretty messy at the beginning. Now it looks like they've kind of gotten into their own now that they've got the spot in the Thunderdome to do this, I guess. Um, and it looks like they're kind of finding a happy compromise. I don't mind the underground segments. I think they're okay. Um, just kind of interesting that Braun Strowman went from being the universal champion and winning at WrestleMania, now he's uh, fighting Dolph Ziggler in Underground. I, or, no, it was Riddick Moss, I think it is. And Dolph Ziggler. And Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Um, who's actually on the commentary team now, too. So they're shuffling the deck big time. Yeah. So, I mean, does that make Braun officially like he was a transitional champion? Yeah, you, we, yeah I was, yeah. I was getting to <laughs> Kind of what we were talking yeah. about before. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what happened. But... And even speaking of that storyline, Brock Lesnar has not re-signed his WWE contract yet. Uh, he's waiting he's out on AEW. Well sorry, no. <laughs> you know,
1: I hope not. Gosh, I hope not. That
0: would be I don't
2: know. I, well actually I, Jericho spoke on that. He said he, he wasn't sure somebody like Brock would fit. I don't he think he would He, wouldn't. AEW.
1: he yeah. wouldn't. I mean who who would be a legitimate who? threat to Brock Lesnar? Who?
0: Right, nobody. Oregon. Nobody. Yeah. In eight, uh, Brian Cage? No. I mean, he uh, as far as physically maybe, but not yeah. as far as like uh, athletically. No offense to Brian Cage, but he's. Bu-
1: Plus, they, if they signed. Or, if, like, if, um what's the guy, Lance Archer? If AEW signed a Brock Lesnar, then it would be just like what WCW did back in the mid 90s during the, the Monday Night Wars and all, where they just started signing every name that they could right. to, to compete. And AEW, that's not the point of AEW. The point of AEW is to be something totally different than mm-hmm. WWE. Yeah. Go back to kind of traditional wrestling. So.
0: Which they've been doing a great job. Uh, I don't know how much AEW you guys have seen, but uh, we were even talking about last night's show from here the parking lot fight just phenomenal stuff letting guys that are not necessarily in the main event but i mean they they were in the main event last night and they they proved it i mean they did great um but you know speaking of all the signings and everything like that Brock Lesnar could, uh, he might just be waiting out the WWE and then, you know, come back as a special attraction. He's, that would be the smartest thing. That would, he would make the most money and have the easiest schedule. Yeah. He wouldn't need to do anything.
2: I mean, it's, it's obvious that, I mean, he, I feel like he does this every couple of years. Yeah, well, he does. He, he, he tries <laughs> to get more, more money. And this is like, you know, the little contract game that he plays. I, I just feel like, unlike most of the other wrestlers, you know, he just has, I guess, like a little more leverage. To oh, yes. Play exactly. these kind Definitely. of games. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He
0: does. You know, um. And yeah. he'll win either way. <laughs> either yeah. he comes back and gets paid an exorbitant amount of money right, to yeah. work, or he won't come back and he'll get free time
1: off. Well, and, I mean, two things with Brock too. Like, one, what's the point of him coming back while there's still no fans? You know, like there's really <laughs> no there's there's nothing to that. Correct. And two, right.
0: like he doesn't do, sell tickets. Like it's right, not a big draw. Right. right.
1: And two, does anybody really miss him right now? Right. Oh yeah,
0: no.
2: And I, I, you know, and, so it's like, yeah. And to your point, I think that that's why they let are letting them letting it play out because why give him so much money right now when, you know, his
0: draw is not right, useful. Right, right. Yep. Yeah. If and when they move WrestleMania or whatever, that would be a big time to bring Brock back because if you want to build ticket sales up or build a special attraction, you need to do it to your biggest show. And that that would be the time to do it. Yeah. Um I did see uh, John Jones called him out though, as soon as, like, <coughs> Did like, yeah, uh, John Jones Bones. Yeah,
2: Jones, yeah, Bones Jones has been wanting to like uh, move up to heavyweight anyway, so he <laughs> called him out. But I, I'm like, bro, I, I don't think Brock is going to fight again. I mean, he's, nah. he's 40-something years old. He doesn't old, need to. Like, yeah. yeah, what does he need to? Yeah. <laughs>
0: he doesn't he's need just, to prove anything. Right. I mean, he already won the uh, UFC heavyweight championship. Yeah. I mean, and it's what? been how many years since his last fight? Right, right. Like, right, yeah. right, yeah. right, yeah, right, what, four? Three, yeah. Three, it's three, yeah. been five, a while. Yes. Yeah yeah, I mean, dude, the WWE is a, the perfect fit for him right now. You know, it should be for the rest of his career as long as he chooses to do it. Um, so, I, I, I like Brock Lesnar. I hope he comes back. But let's just keep going on that level uh, because the main draw right now, which is interesting, Roman Reigns came back, okay, and he came back uh, to a little teaser promo that they did at the end of SmackDown where he was sitting next to Paul Heyman and we're like, what the hell is this? And then Paul Heyman actually is there while Roman Reigns comes back in his first match in the first comeback and he wins the Universal Championship. Okay. And he they're turning him. And left. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Exactly. That's what the shirt said. I thought yeah. he
1: showed up and won. It. Showed up
0: and won and wrecked everything and left. Yeah. Um, and now he has taken the role of basically standing there while Paul Heyman cuts a promo to explain. Why Roman Reigns has been overlooked just like Paul Heyman has been overlooked. And it's basically slowly turning Roman heel. Uh, so I wanted slowly? to get here. I, I don't even think it's slowly. I don't think it's slowly. I, 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 I say he's heel. That's <laughs> what I was going to ask you guys. I'd say it's definitely a heel thing. But, but you know, they, on SmackDown recently they had him tagged with Jay Uso, who is actually the number one contender for the Universal Championship, which is Ooh. wow. Um, <laughs> right. So, they, they kind of have him doing heel things, but he's not really doing the heel thing. True. It's Heyman. Yeah. Um, I, so, I want to go ahead, Big Ugly, because I wanted to get your opinion about this whole Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, everything. So, I, I love it. I think it's great. Um, I think that I think that
2: in a way you're right. I think that this matchup with Jay is going to cement his heel turn. I think he's going to, like, do something dastardly or just basically destroy his cousin. Yeah. You know, and everybody loves the Usos. So. Right. So, Yeah, I think that you can't just push
0: a button and turn Roman face after I mean or heel after all this time that they've been. I mean,
2: yeah,
0: but I mean, I feel like anytime you put somebody with Paul Heyman, essentially you've turned them. So it's so good though, man. I I was I was waiting for SmackDown to come on. I couldn't wait for SmackDown, and then that was the first segment where they explained. So they basically came out and. Roman Reigns stood there with the title on his shoulder, just like Brock used to do, just stand there. And then Paul kind of stood to the back and gave his explanation. Only difference now is at the end of the promo, Roman takes the microphone and he puts his yeah. stamp on it. It's kind of like the C- CM Punk Heyman
2: relationship. Yeah, right. Punk yeah. could talk and Heyman could talk. You right. Know?
0: Yeah. Now, uh, uh, now, Roman, I mean, Heyman can talk better than Roman Absolutely. at this point. Yep. but And Roman does not need a mouthpiece, but that will help him turn heel, which is good because well, I think yeah. that's what the WWE needs because it's intense, man. Yeah. It makes you want to see... What's happening? Yeah. I, I do. Right, I want to see it. There yeah, you that,
1: go. I mean, but that, having Heyman there with both guys being able to talk, that just proves that it's a heel turn, like, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, like I mean, to, uh, I think you said it. Uh, big, uh, you know, like you know, Paul Heyman, it, he, Yeah. Evil, you know, yeah. right. So I think it's the same kind of deal. Like you don't, you know, you know, Roman doesn't need a mouthpiece, but hey, he's got one now, and hey, it's a bad guy. So yeah. right. absolutely. So
2: what do you think about his? Kind of like uh, almost like gimmick change, like he's no longer the big dog, he's the chief, and this is his island, it's not his yard no more. What do you think of that? Like drawing on his uh his heritage? Uh,
1: if if it gets Michael Cole to never ever say big dog again, (laughs) I'm all for it. I don't care, I don't Uh, care what it is.
0: Well, yeah, he hasn't and he won't now. Um, because you know, Heyman gets it over, and then and then Roman is getting it over behind him, so I like. Because they have to basically change. Like I said, you can't push a button and turn him heel. you got to change everything, but you got to do it in a way that's leading up to something big. Like you just said, if he destroys the family member, like if he has a good classic match with him, and then Roman wins, and then at the end you get the handshake and whatever, and then Roman just beats the shit out of Jay. And then Jimmy comes out save save. He beats the shit. That's part of my language. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He beats them all down. And then any of the other Samoan family that wants to come out and try to... You know, take this. He beats them all down, and then he does it convincingly. Speaking of convincing beatdowns, we're going to talk about Bailey in a minute. But um, I, I, you know, we'll it, get there.
1: I, 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 think that Roman will, uh, you know, beat down. He's Bayley. got a snap. I, I mean, man. I think, I think it. He will turn on the family and all. But I think ultimately, because that's just a WWE way of doing it. Personally, I'd rather him see start to see them bring like the Usos in and create like a little stable. Uh, not a, I don't want to say a Samoan stable, but you know, bring the whole family. I mean, eh. Nia Jackson. You know, you could do different things, and all and kind of. You know, I mean, the Usos are, are great heels
2: too. I mean, they absolutely. Are. Yeah, they yeah. are. So,
1: I mean, they can do it either. They can go either way on that. But
2: I, I would, I'd love that. That'd be dope. Um,
1: Give it
0: some time. Where is
2: the other Usual Brothers? The Andrew? I think he is. Yeah. Home, yeah. Okay.
1: But um, you could even bring Naomi and turn her heel. Absolutely, she, she's, she's never really been a heel, and she's getting dogged and forgotten about yeah, in, sure. in SmackDown. Yeah. So, you know,
0: if you can't beat them, join them. That's what it could be, you know, because yeah. I, I, nobody's going to overtop Reigns and um, Heyman at this point. So, but, if you can't but do yeah.
2: they have enough superstars to go up against a faction of that magnitude?
1: Well, if you do it right, you have got your your one main guy is Roman, then you got your tag team, and then your your female you know yes. Yeah. so it's then. not then you're breaking it down into d- different divisions. Different. Okay, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you it's
0: not necessarily as stable as a stable would say. It's a lot of pieces of the puzzle that can <laughs> right. do their own thing. Do their, okay, right. I like it. Yeah. And Heyman can mouthpiece all of them. Yeah, so and get them all over as yeah. right. heels.
1: Yeah, it's got no chance of happening. But anyway, no chance. Just, you know,
0: that's what it got. Yeah, yeah. Just um, out there. That's yeah, because that would make too much sense. I mean, the WWE is still... If you look at the products on TV, WWE is still very, very put together, very handcuffed, very scripted. You look at AEW, it's very uh, bullet point. You know, you have this, this, and this to get over. Everything else, you go out and do on your own. You know, it's not as specific. And it's so cool to see that they're playing off each other. And then NXT, of course, is NXT, which is a little bit of both, I think. But I think... I think Roman. That's going to be exciting to watch. I think you're right, guys. That's going to be fun to watch. Um, let's talk about heel turns. Let's talk about Bailey. Um, finally, after three years of this same old uh, kind of tease, and and thinking it was going to go one way, but it actually started to go the other. Bailey and Sasha split, and Bailey convincingly and long. Beatdown, like in the middle of SmackDown, like right at the middle point of the show, long beatdown with chairs and 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 everything with the throw. And I want to get the opinion on that first. Does that that turn Sasha face as honestly is gonna what it's gonna do? Mm-hmm. Turn Bayley more of a heel than she has been, and apparently Vince has been really high on her being a heel. Um, so what do you guys think about? It? Did you see the beatdown? I did. Okay, talk about that, big ugly. I mean, yeah, it was it was a good beatdown. I mean, look, <laughs> it looked vicious, looked convincing,
2: you know what I'm saying? Did uh, you see it coming at that point? I did not. Okay. I knew I knew listen, I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was gonna come that night. Because it was obvious that Sasha was becoming like the weak link. Mm-hmm. You know, she was the one losing the titles and stuff like that. You know, so I, I knew it was coming, but yeah, I didn't I didn't see it
0: coming that night. Yeah. But you like to beat down now? Yeah, the down was good. And very convincing. And then Bailey came back and on the mic and basically said, "Yeah, you thought Sasha was using me, but I was using her the whole time." And she explained it and pretty pretty good heel promo. What'd you think, uh, CM Funk? Yeah, I mean, it,
1: at least the explanation tied into what had been going on in their storyline for just, years. Yeah, literally, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't it wasn't like it just came out of the blue and you're like, "What?" You know. So I mean, it was good. I mean, the beatdown was good. I'll be honest, I did see that one coming. It just the, the injury angle that they started with you know leading up to it and then Bailey just kind of hanging out hanging out hanging out and I just thought it's going to happen it's, it's coming here it is and there there it was yeah. Um, yeah. but it was good I mean yeah, yeah I mean Bailey's been on fire mm-hmm. really since Michael Cole yeah well since this whole I mean since the no fan era yeah and all. I mean she's been She doesn't have fans to be
0: indifferent about her in person. So now they can pipe in the heel noise to make it really get over her as a heel.
1: And they got rid of Billy being just that mopey. Heel, right, which is and that was just boring. You know? Yeah, was boring. nothing yeah. to it. So. Yeah.
0: but I think that's when more Sasha was doing more heel stuff than Bailey because Sasha was kind of the the dominant character in the tag team at that point. Then they started to shift, and then Bailey became more dominant. And this is what we start with the injury angle and everything like then Sasha came and f- fail away. Maybe that's where you saw it coming, and then boom! Now, now Bailey got on top of it.
2: So let me ask you guys this: Do you feel like this took too long, or do you feel like this was like the perfect timing? You were you're ready for this? Like, how do you, how do you feel?
0: Honestly, I thought I didn't think it was going to happen at all because they kept dragging it out. But now that they kind of let it go and actually did it, I think the timing actually worked out well. If they would have done it when it would have been obvious, well, it might have been too soon. You know, I I think uh, I think the timing actually worked out well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think it was all right. I I felt like it dragged for a long time. but At the same time. It's one of the few storylines that we've actually had that built over time, you know, <laughs> yeah. like instead of again just you know randomly being a storyline out right. of nowhere. So, um, yeah. So I mean, I thought it was I thought it's good, and and I, I wish it would have been in front of a crowd because a crowd reaction would have just been freaking through the roof. Yeah. yeah. But um, you know, it is what it is at this point.
0: Same us. thing with the Roman thing. I mean, uh, instead of getting uh and in- introducing Paul Heyman as a teaser from a backstage promo, if that would have happened live in front of people people would have lost their shit oh yeah, yeah i definitely. mean pardon my language but i mean that would have been great but i mean you got to take it with what it's got right now you never know but we'll get back into fans eventually um like i said michael spedden coming up in the second part of uh this podcast and then we will follow up but uh we've been talking about a couple of different things let's just kind of kick around SummerSlam and nxt real quick um you all see both shows one show anything
2: yeah, I so saw all of SummerSlam. Good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so nothing really stands out as too impressive. Obviously, we talked about Roman winning the Universal Title, which he did. Um, anything else stand out with SummerSlam for you guys? I mean, honestly, it was uh, it was a big show in a big arena and. They did all right for what it was, but I don't I, think anything else really...
1: I'll be honest, had you not just mentioned again that
2: Roman won the title at SummerSlam, I probably
0: forgot. Yeah, thank you. Right, I
2: was blanking on that entire show. Like, that show was not memorable at all. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, now that you brought that up, that did
0: happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then they <laughs> yeah. they had payback a week later. Um. So, I mean, uh-huh. yeah, that's another pay-per-view. So, um, you know, it, it was what it was. I mean, I don't think they had the... The build-up is the biggest party of the summer. I don't think it was. I mean, honestly, because it was in the Thunderdome, it was bigger than anything that's happened since. Wait,
1: Roman won the title at Payback. I back. know.
0: I was just thinking. Right, that. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it, it all blends together. So wait, what
2: happened at Summerslam? Did Roman even show up at Summerslam? No, that's I think it. his first appearance. What his first appearance? He won the. He won the title. Yeah. So first now in his ring. first
1: match, he won the title. First match because because, because he, he showed up at the, he end, showed of up at the Slam end of Summerslam. At the end of Summerslam, and took out both. Um, Braun. Dean and Braun. Right. Then that's when he won the title. No. 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 He faced got- them in
0: a triple threat match at Payback. Oh, shoot. That's right. Exactly. That's right. It all blended that's right. together. That's right. I forgot about right, Payback. Right. He, he he didn't
1: show up and win at SummerSlam. He wrecked everything He wrecked, he wrecked, wrecked everything, everything and left. And he left. Then he right. showed up right. and right. won. Then he showed up and won at Payback.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cause he came into the match late. Late, right? Yeah, that's they, right. They
1: had done on SmackDown. They had done the whole tease about the contract yeah. and stuff. Like that's right. Then. And then
0: right. he came out towards yeah, the end. Right. He signed his contract, came in and wrecked everything and and won in left. Yeah, right. So he's a man of his word. <laughs> it's what, he is uh, that's what he said. He's a man of his word. So I mean, SummerSlam payback, all that. You know, it was what it was. A um, couple, not really things to. Him. Here's the one thing that stood out for NXT for me. Adam Cole and Pat hey, McAfee. Thank you.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: this, this, I mean, this match. Pat yeah. McAfee is not better than expected. Oh my gosh! Yeah.
1: It stole the show. It but. really
0: did. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to do anything. Honestly, I thought it was going to be a gimmick match and it was going to be quick. But man, Pat McAfee worked his ass off. Yeah.
2: So who's the credit goes? I mean, did Adam Cole make him look good, or would you say Pat McAfee held his own in there? Yes. <laughs> boom, boom, yes. Yeah. I mean, they,
1: yeah, I mean, you know, obviously they work that match over and over and over oh, yeah. again and yeah. all, but but it takes two to tango. Right, so, yeah. uh, you know.
0: I mean, McAfee's timing, though, I mean, it was just, it was very, very good for a first time person. He,
1: he was the best celebrity person that I think I've ever seen in a match. Yeah, right. Like, the first one that I truly believed could actually go. Right. What about right. Lawrence
0: Taylor in WrestleMania 11? Again, against Bam Pat Bam McAfee was the first. <laughs> <laughs> I think he stands by. He's a man of his word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. But no, that was pretty good. I mean, and that was for NXT TakeOver. And, uh, you know, Finn Balor won the NXT Championship back. Actually has 100. admitted...
1: Right, well, but that was on, a, on NXT. Was carrying Damn it, Cross, you're right. Karrion Kross beat Keith Lee at TakeOver. And, and then he had to give hurt. up the title. Right, separated his shoulder mm. and he had
2: to give up the title. And
1: then that had sucked, to That's man. huge because that, that was sucked. a huge push. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I think all of us said Keith Lee was going to retain. We did. Yeah, we, yeah, did yeah. Yeah. we didn't think they were going to put it on him yeah. and then just take it away that quickly. Yeah. But now we know why. I mean, they were pulling him up to...
0: Yeah, Yeah, because
1: they they brought him up and changed his ring gear and changed his music and... And
0: changed his gimmick and just put him against Randy Orton, which is great, but... Wait,
2: you know, I I have not watched Keith Lee give that many promos. Has he always done this, like, smooth Barry White kind of talk? I think it's more pronounced though now.
1: Yeah, oh, it was no. just
0: kind of here and there in NXT because they didn't let him talk too much. He just right. he words. His the actions they, did they, speak. They need to get back. To that. Uh, <laughs> oh, they really do. I don't like that. They're burying Keith Lee quick. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't like that at all. <laughs> nobody's happy about this. Yeah. Uh, and Randy Orton, you know, he's one of the biggest heels in the company. You know, doing doing the best stuff. And I don't know this yeah. Keith Lee thing. Don't seem to.
2: I mean, don't. Orton is like. I, I, He's like taking it to another level. Like he's like revitalized right. his career. I mean, yeah, it's like sometimes Orton, you know, he's been around so long that you just, you can kind of take him for granted, you right. know, just because yeah. he's he's just there. But it's like as a his heel work is on another level. Yeah. Like
0: it shows when he wants to work, man. He, exactly. There may be nobody better. Right. You know? Exactly. <laughs> and that's good because you got two flagship heels on two shows. Because I do believe Randy Orton's on Raw and Roman yeah. Reigns is on SmackDown. Yeah. So that's great because you need two big faces without fan support. It's not going to help right now. It, it, two big heels to start climbing mountains against. That's good for everybody. It,
1: don't forget Baron Corbin.
0: Anyway. I did. It, sorry. <laughs> because yeah. he's falling by the wayside. Yeah. King Corbin. I love the whole thing they did the King's Ransom and everything and everything they were doing with uh, what's the guy's name with the no sandals, no no shoes, no sandals. Matt Riddle. Matt
2: Riddle.
0: Barry and everything. It ain't working for me. Um, I don't
2: like, uh, I think they need to get rid of the King gimmick. I Ooh. think it's it's Rainer's course. But I yeah. guess they don't get rid of it until the next King of the Rings is well, over. Yeah, if they have
1: like, decide to do it or whatever yeah. and all. I will tell you, just uh, the, the um, speaking of Baron Corbin and Matt Riddle, I don't know, this is a horrible segue, but, huh. so they had that fatal four-way for the uh, number one contender on SmackDown, so Jey Uso and um, uh, Sheamus and yeah. all. yeah, Dude, that match was fantastic. Yes, like, and they u- they finally used the uh, the screens with the uh, with
0: the fans and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. I
1: was like, thank you, finally, because yeah, it just yeah. seemed like a waste to have right. the fans got not on top of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah, they're they're starting to implement uh, things of the Thunderdome. I will I will say this, and this is just a side note. Um, I think they've had an ambulance. Uh, drive away from the scene a little too much Too much in the past. I think it happened a couple times at the pay-per-view, and now it's happened on each show. They have the ambulance rolling away, uh, and it's the same ambulance because it's the uh, Orlando <laughs> ambulance. So it's the same shot, yeah. it seems. They're just wasting it. But um, yeah. anyway. You know, speaking what? of Matt Riddle, I, I feel like his, Riddle. his time up
2: here has been underwhelming. Yeah. You know, NXT, I, I really enjoy Matt Riddle, but... Um,
1: I think he got hurt by the uh, speaking out movement thing cuz he got he was one of those that they yeah people he you did. Know, someone came out against yeah, him and yeah. then and then he's another one that needs the crowd support. Yeah, like, you know behind. Sure, him. he needs that. Yeah, you know? yeah that it's bro. It's the it's the yeah. faces
0: with that need that crowd support. Like I'm telling you, like Keith Lee with no fans in attendance, it doesn't work. Right, Matt right. Riddle, right. Right. same no, thing. No,
1: nobody saying whoa, Baskin is glory. Like he yeah. uses yeah. something like when that's not happening, like his character just kind of falls a little flat now. Yeah. So, and same with the, all the bro stuff, <sighs> which is way too much because everything is bro this, bro that. Yeah. It's like yeah. the Smurfs where
0: everything is Smurfy. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ah, yeah. uh, well, I mean, we, and we saw, we've the curse of coming up from NXT and going to the main. Right, roster. So, what about happen well, anyway. you, you're talking about faces?
2: What about McIntyre? How do you think he's been faring?
0: Let, let's ask a special guest coming in about Drew McIntyre. Let's oh, accept this sure. right here, and let me see if it we works. Did not accept, accept, it. accept. Let's accept it. Can I accept it again on video? Hey, hey! Jam and Jason, what's up, man? Oh, not too much, not too much. How are you guys? Oh man, we're great. Let's um, uh, let's turn you up and let's bring you in. Can you hear him on the microphone? He's good. All right, and hey. let's let's see who you can see. Jam and Jason, what's going on, man? Hey. Hey, you you don't have a mask on, but you're social distant. There it is there's uh. I'm here. I'm far away. There <laughs> it is. On, man? Hey. <laughs> Fantastic, and you got to see the microphone, and you see the, oh man, welcome, welcome to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, welcome back, how, before we get into the question, a big ugly just asked, how you been man, how's the family, safe, everybody good? Everybody's doing good
4: safe, yep, yep, I can't remember the last time we chatted, but um, my daughter moved into an apartment by um, Don Hopkins, Oh so ah. yeah, so we've been busy, you know, getting her settled, and just, you know, taking her out, buying her groceries, and just the normal stuff, you know, getting all right. her all couple in and she's doing online
0: classes right now but keep them busy <laughs> good fantastic glad to hear it man uh, glad to hear that everybody's doing good you're doing yeah, good you guys you guys doing
4: well you guys staying safe
0: oh yeah oh yeah we're we're all yeah. got masks on we're six feet away and uh yeah all, all three the the garden palatial estates and the mansion 2.0 and the mansion 1.0 yeah. all covid free right now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, right. yeah, Jim and Jason, just so you know, I moved six feet away from the uh, iPad just so I wouldn't uh, you know. <laughs> just but, in case.
0: Just yeah, in just, case. just, just yeah. in case. So. <laughs> uh, let me get it up there. There we go. Let's see. I got the big ugly in there. So, um, Jim and Jason, we've been talking. We've been uh, rambling on about different things. The Thunderdome, SummerSlam, NXT. We just had a question about Drew McIntyre. Big Ugly, would you ask that question again? Yeah. So, my question is,
2: uh, Dirty Mike was saying that, you know, he feels like in this environment where there's no fans, it really hurts the faces. Uh, you know, you think about Keith Lee not having that fan reception. We were talking about Matt Riddle. How has Drew McIntyre fared as a face in this no fans uh, arena business?
4: I think he's done good. I think he's done really good. Uh, he's had some great matches. Um, he's done some okay interviews. Some of the ones leading up to WrestleMania were pretty good. Like the first couple of ones, like during the shutdown weeks where they had to, you know, go. I thought for some reason I think he works better, like having a quieter voice instead of just being out there screaming. He's one of the few that does that very well. Um,.
2: Yeah, I think he's done a great job. The best he could do in the I, current circumstances. Of I agree. I mean, yeah. yeah,
0: that's a good point too. Because normally, if you're out there with 20,000 fans, you're even in talking in a microphone. You're yelling a lot of the time uh, because you got to get your you got to get your point across over TV as well as the arena, or else nobody's going to hear you. But because Drew can use that quiet tone and uh, use the camera to his advantage and everything, he's been doing. A great job and like you said, jim and Jason, he kinda got thrown in right before this, you know, during this COVID thing starting, so he was in there from scratch, but he has held his own and I think he's had a pretty good run as champion. Yeah. And uh, it's gonna it's yeah. gonna take somebody very significant to get him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well <Yeah>. Braun <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Well Braun Strowman had uh, you know, he fought the Miz and Morrison in one match that yeah, that happened, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> he
2: also wrestled with like an eight-year-old. Yeah, so. <laughs> he did.
0: <laughs> now, yeah. see, Braun- WrestleMania,
2: WrestleMania
0: won the tag team championships. And Braun Strowman as an attraction, that's that's good for him because his legitimacy has gone by the – we talked about this a lot. He, his legitimacy as a big main eventer has gone way, way by bye. I mean, that, that transitional run as champion that he had – might have all been set up to have Raymond, Roman win the title at payback. You never know. I mean, not even Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, is transitional at this point. He had the title for a week. Because I believe the Fiend won it at SummerSlam from Braun, if I'm remembering this correctly. And then Roman won it at payback. Am I remembering it Yeah. Because we kind of forgot the timeline. Everything kind of <laughs> yeah. gelled together yeah. there. Yeah, none, none of us can seem to quite
1: remember what happened at SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh...
0: Yeah. It's pretty terrible. Yeah. Oh my goodness! This
1: is a wrestling podcast. It is
0: wrestling, <laughs> wrestling. It is the dirty, ugly yeah. wrestling podcast. Yeah. You are right about that. Um, let's uh, let, let's. Well, I can, I, a, can I talk about raw
2: underground real quick? You sure can. So, you know, we talked about how it's like a fight club. I think I, I'm liking it. I think I am confused about <clears> its purpose. Like, like it's, it's like okay. So they introduced it, and it's happening, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is interesting. But, like, where is it going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they never set up, like, an actual purpose or, like, what... Uh, maybe I missed the episode, like, what the rules are, what... Like, it's just... <laughs> they just started. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, and And, like, sometimes I'll be like, okay... I like the realness of it, like the look of it. You can tell they try to be like a little more intense with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But then it's like I remember it was the Kevin Owens versus Aleister Black match <clears throat> like oh. a week or two ago, mm-hmm. and they were they literally were in the middle of fighting, and they would cut to <laughs> another match. <laughs> they cut to I think Dominic and 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 uh, Murphy. Yeah, and then they went back, and I'm like. How long were these guys fighting? Like, I mean, I, like, you, you, you took me out of it because this is supposed to seem so real and it's It's like, yo, it, you know, if this was like really Fight Club, I mean, the match, it's going to be over in a couple minutes, right? right, right. <laughs> right. These guys have been fighting in a street fight for 40 minutes? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, come
0: on. <laughs> 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 like, Suspend your disbelief, bitch. Okay. Yeah. Well, what do you think of Raw Underground, <laughs> Jamie Jason?
4: I, I haven't really actually seen it on the screen. I've seen some clips online and.
0: Uh, it's still
3: lucky yeah I don't
4: know Raw is just too long I just don't watch it anymore three hours is just too much for me on a Monday night Smackdown has its corny moments you know I mean it has its issues but I feel like that show just flies by like I turn that on and next thing I know stuff's happening especially with Roman on there now Yeah, yeah stuff's happening that show flies by and I mean, that's must-see TV. Like, every Friday now, yeah. especially since Roman turn, I'm watching SmackDown. But Raw, I just can't bring myself to watch yeah. it. The, 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 um, for the Raw Underground, I always think it should be its own
0: show. Like, maybe I should do Raw two hours. And then have maybe the first hour just be solely Raw
3: Underground. Like, have it, give it a little more structure yeah. or something.
0: Or throw it on the network. In there yeah. or something. Like, it, have a championship or an underground championship or something.
4: You know what I mean? Some kind of something that, that they're fighting for
2: that's right right like what's the what's <laughs> there's the there's no point? purpose right I, now I guess the only thing I can take away is that it's just supposed to be for people that like you want to take your anger out or if you're just you just want to fight yeah
1: like like, like that's ha- it? Ha- have some cash exchange hands or something. Right. Like,
2: like have there be some stakes to this
1: whole yeah. thing. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah.
0: They're still feeling yeah. it out, I guess, or right just,
2: now. Yeah, or just explain that this is fight club. Do something. Tell yeah. us something. <laughs> like uh but you know what? Speaking of this, I also wanted to talk real quick about the breakup of the iconics. Oh, no. I, I think we're all like iconic fans. No. Okay. no. Cool. Alright, so first off, how did you guys feel about the breakup in general? Uh, uh, wrong t- move? Yes, terrible terrible move. I-, I thought I thought the same thing. I-, I didn't wrong. understand it. I mean, here's a team that was super over at the last WrestleMania. Yes. And your decision is to, one, take them off. Of, one, you don't do anything with them when they have the titles. Then, after they lose the titles, you take them off TV for a couple months. <laughs> then, you put them back, and a couple months later, you're breaking them up. I, I don't understand the logic here. Not but anything. I know that I feel like what's happening is is that I can, I can see it. The writing's on the wall. Peyton Royce is their Shawn Michaels. They think she's going to be the breakout star of the group and they're setting her up to be the next big, you know, yeah. thing. Yeah. And then Billy Kay is, you know, the Martin Jannetty gonna fall by the wayside, right?
1: Had, had, had Peyton Royce put Billy Kay
2: through a plate glass window, I'd <laughs> have been all for it. Yeah. it didn't happen like nice. Right. Now, so, right. Yeah. And so I, I don't and so I felt like the breakup itself, they didn't even do it with any care. They they lose the match. Next thing you know, later on in the evening, they're just in raw underground for some reason. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, Peyton Royce just decides to throw Billy Kay in the matches what was that for? And well, then then they had the one-on-one match then, and then they hugged that. Like, yeah. It
1: was like
0: it was I didn't I, I and don't nothing
2: made sense and, and when you think about what just happened with Sasha and, and Bailey and how much care they took with that Friendship breaking up right here's a literal friendship right. all the way from the other side totally of the world from high school <laughs> Right <laughs> and like you really could have had something here and it was just like how can we get through this like it, it, Well <laughs> they, they'll probably end up doing the same thing
1: with the riot squad or that they did with the riot squad Yeah them back together in a year when they realize this isn't going to
0: work Yeah, you know, so. yeah, hopefully it doesn't yeah. last a year for and, them to figure this out yeah. but, and, right. that's, and that's God. the other thing is
2: that re- you sacrifice the Iconics for the riot squad Right
0: which oh, is another back together fall apart right. issue. Like no, I can't. And the other
2: girl doesn't even work for the company no more, right? The other rice no. now No, right? Yeah, she's pregnant, by the way.
1: So. Oh, fantastic! Oh, really? oh. Yeah. Good yeah. for her.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I did, no. This, uh, that's one thing I didn't agree with at all. I actually had a big X through that on my notes because I hated it. It was terrible. And uh, hopefully they changed their minds because that was bad. Um, so thank you for bringing that up. Go ahead. The only way to change our mind. I
4: was going to say, what does Vince have against tag teams right now?
0: What has he always had against tag teams? I mean, he just.
4: But, not, but, he, but you can't even say always because i say, like, in the 80s, like, yeah, the Hart Foundation.
0: No, me. now, yeah, back in the 80s. Yeah. and Oh, yeah, they, oh, they were tag team dominance. Fantastic. Like,
4: where, where did he lose this in the last 20, 30 years? Like,
0: I don't just, know. I don't know what happened, but I mean, AEW's picked up on it. They're doing great stuff with tag team work. I, even NXT. NXT's got some great, pretty good stuff with tag team work. Um, yeah. I don't, I especially don't,
4: five years ago. Like five years ago, NXT, tag teams were main eventing
0: the, yeah.
1: the takeover. Right. Which they should have been. Let's take a second here, and all, I don't want to run over on the segment, but let's take a second. All right, women's tag teams in WWE. You got Nia and Shayna, you got the Riot Squad. Go ahead. Anybody else? I can't. Anybody else?
2: <laughs> oh shoot! I think I said. Yeah, uh, what like, is it? Lana and Natalia? Maybe. No.
1: Oh right! Yeah. Forgot no, about that. They're, they're kind of putting
0: them together. Yeah, like it's they're just really they're just shoving people so, together. But yeah. when and, when you have an actual a legit like, a world tag team. Like, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two people, I like, and then Nick Rins is like, "Let's split them up, you know. Let's see what happens." I, I, no, I, I can't do it.
1: I mean, granted, I don't think the Iconics would have had any chance against Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler.
0: Don't get me wrong, but, but. still, they're a legitimate tag team. Yeah. Jam and Jason, you're right. I mean, back when we were, you know, sitting sitting on the couch eating uh, King's Pizza, you know, whatever, we were watching tag teams like that back in the early '90s, and that was fantastic stuff. Um, even in WCW, the, the tag teams were you were hot, you know. I'm just man. I don't know if it's Vince or if it's anybody else who's running the show, but it's just wrong. Wrong. It's yeah. wrong. Um, so it who's uh, the other tag team that just broke up, uh, Andrade and um, Oh, uh,
2: Angel Garza. Angel
0: Garza, Garza. right. Okay. And they're just pulling all three of them apart because they want um the uh, Selena Vega, they want her to be a women's competitor now. Which is actually, fine. I love Selena Vega. I'll take Vega. that. She's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. She is good. But Andrade was really getting pushed far up to the moon, and now he's getting put by the wayside. Yeah. So here's the thing: Can Andrade
2: make it without Selena Vega? No.
0: No. Because he can't barely speak English. Like, first of all, yeah,
2: yes. he can't cut a promo. Yeah, he can't cut a promo, so yeah, he he a promo, he's, so he's, really he's dead in the water. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't I wasn't sure if this if that was Angel legit. Garza
0: could do. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got
2: legit. Yeah. Okay, because I wasn't sure if he was just playing up to like the uh, was Mexican Mexican heritage.
0: You know. No, um, he can't. Okay. Yeah, he can't yeah. cut a he can't, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't do it in NXT either. Like they didn't let him talk at all. Right.
1: And at least Angel Garza, he can talk. Yes, and, he can. He, and he's got a character. Right. You yeah. know that whole yes. Rico Suave yeah. thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. It's a it's a great great. Him
0: character. and Charlie Caruso is a great storyline. I <laughs> want that to come to fruition. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Um. But yeah, it, I don't know. It seems like, and then we talked about this for years. When something is working, Vince or somebody wants to pull it apart. It's just that's kind of that's what's happening
2: but yeah i, yeah, I mean I, I guess he just wants to change it up you know with uh, viewership and ratings down i guess he just especially
0: like, because i guess he's got nothing in the arenas and no merchandise or ticket sales to back it up so i guess he can make moves now without justifying yeah
1: you know? i mean they can kind of try yeah, they anything can. they want right now so mean, they can pump
3: in any yell or cheer or boo that they want this is <laughs> yeah, yeah. In condition
2: of yeah. the fans you want to get somebody yeah. over get somebody yeah. heal which right. i think as a, as a viewer makes it makes it better you know it, it brings you into it more on on people that you wouldn't normally probably have cared
0: about or that and might get that that deaf silence like silence. in between yes. that 10 to 11 o'clock hour yeah. if you don't watch world underground where it's just like the lucha underground versus yeah whatever and it's like hush, hush nobody cares everybody's right, falling yeah. asleep they can still pump it in right yeah and
4: then yep. i was gonna make a point of kind of bring that around to the thunderdome too i kind of would like if they still had the two or three rows of the NXT wrestlers there, just to give it more
0: of a organic feel, like a more natural feel, like when something does happen. Okay. So you want to see a little <laughs> mix of the, of the two. It's about 30 seconds off or something. <laughs> you know, the, the cheers happen about 30 seconds after a move. You're so, right. Yeah. yeah, because it's, um, yeah, it, the timing is off. Yeah, that could work. I mean, I, I, I could see that. They still got the barrier up, so why not yeah, you just can put the plexiglass, just the first couple rows. Yeah. Or even so, just the yeah. first row, just, just around the barricade. You know,
4: kind of they could hide the people putting stupid stuff on, on the screen.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, that's monitored, and if they do that, they get yeah, cut yeah, off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've yeah. seen that happen, yeah. but yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I can, can see one of the NXT
1: guys now. Wait, uh, uh, can- Prince Ben behind me. Let me stand. Can- <laughs> can- Kenny Omega made it onto uh, one of the episodes. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was that was cool.
0: really funny. Yeah. It got pointed out on that social media thing. <laughs> I, I, didn't
1: see that.
0: I saw, I saw <laughs> an article in the newspaper about it.
1: I I, I, I just just feel like, last point about the tag teams, but I just feel like Vince kind of sees how strong they are in AEW, and
4: it just pisses him off, so he wants to go the other direction and break everybody up. I mean, some of them have been building like the L.A. Sasha thing, and that was fantastic and great, that
0: whole beat down a couple weeks ago. Which we were just talking about, that heel turn and another beat down, even though they just broke up another woman's tag team, but that's okay. I don't mind that one. That one... We we talked yeah, about it yeah that made sense. for years and it was great. Yep. Years, that's the longest CM Funk, that's the longest storyline in, in recent history yep. that that they was able to sustain. Um, before we we're going to take a break because I think we've been talking yeah. for a while. But I want one more thing we didn't get to uh, talk to you about this um, Roman Reigns heel turn Paul Heyman Jam and Jason. I want to hear your thoughts.
4: Oh, I loved it. Absolutely love it. This is this is what should have happened when he beat
0: the Undertaker. Mm, okay. This is the Roman we should have had with Paul Heyman. Once again, Paul Heyman kind of changed his whole promo style. He's a little quieter, a little different right now. You know, mm, yeah, mm. And, a little more sadistic, and Roman yeah. Just with a quieter voice, just kind of very sarcastic, sarcastic to um, Uso You know, just I don't know, just I love it. It's working. It's right working yeah. yeah, great. Um, so yeah, we're going. We're going to take it into a break. Uh, if we got any more uh, tangents, let's hit, let's hit it up. But we're going to talk to Michael Sped, and I, I got a one-on-one interview with him, and it's going to be a, a little bit here. And uh, we're going to get on the soapbox a little bit, and then we're going to come back, and then we're going to talk, and I'll wrap it all up. But uh, any other tangents before we jump into the uh, break of anything about NXT, SummerSlam, uh, Thunderdome, anything like that? No, good, because we got more tangents. I know we do. Yeah. Um, that's a, AEW stuff I'll run. save my next Oh, we'll talk to AEW after. right after the break. Absolutely. After the interview. After the interview. So uh, don't go anywhere. Um, we're going to take a little break and re- regain our composure. Uh, here's my exclusive interview with Michael Spedden. Uh, follow him on everything that he does. And we'll be back to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, Take Two. It's still on Take Two? Yeah. Are right, we good? All right. We're coming right back. Catch up with you again, Bud. It's my uh, fellow barber or my
5: fellow brother base, and fellow podcaster. It's great to talk to you again. How, how have you been surviving this quarantine?
0: Ah, uh, Mister Michael, uh, Michael Spedden. Am I calling you as Michael Spedden yes, today? That's what, yes, that's what I'm. That's what i talking about. You have many personalities. Many, it's it's a, it's a good thing, though. Um, yeah. Life is good, Mike. I gotta tell you, and uh, this is a, this is a first for me. Actually, gonna let our uh, let our respective listeners know we were uh, we're uh, on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling podcast right now, which is uh, something that's been going strong for uh, almost five years now, four and a half, five years. Myself and the Big Ugly and several other guests, and uh, we're rolling live on your show. Am I correct about that?
5: Uh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. You, we're uh, recording as we speak right now. You know. Um. Yeah, so it, uh, I'm, I'm you know, glad that you know things have been going pretty good you know you've been getting some you know out some episodes out and everything and so have I lately you know um, I've been going kind of bonkers ever since quarantine started you know <laughs> I met March when we uh, you know had, we were told that we had to stay inside and stay away from people and everything I think I'm coming up on almost 50 episodes since March
0: Wow that's incredible. We've, uh, we've done at least one a month, uh, myself and the Big Ugly, remotely from different places and also coming here from the mansion and, and the estates and everything like that. And socially distanced, uh, wearing masks, using the great equipment. We've done the same thing. And as I was mentioning to you offline, you know, mo- most of our show... Is revolved around the world of professional wrestling, but we get in entertainers, motivational speakers, uh, other you know, all kinds of different guests because uh, we love to spread the word about just life and entertainment and uh, just, just spread the positive word about people out there wanting to get their message across. And we've gone, let would say, you know, we've done several episodes. I don't know about 50, uh, but uh, probably. <laughs> Probably ten or so since the quarantine, we've been all keeping busy uh, trying to do other things, which is great um, right, within right. the quarantine. But it's great to still get the message out there, and we've actually gotten word that our Dirty Ugly Wrestling podcast has gone, you know, overseas. You know, all all the way to uh, different countries. It's just it's amazing how many people you know it can get to. The feedback, where how right. many people you can reach, it's amazing.
5: That's great. That's good to hear that it's reaching out overseas and everything, and and they're in um, in a lot of you know foreign countries around the world. People are proficient in English because they learn it in school so much. So right. I guess they're able to listen to it and uh, listen to it, and enjoy everything, which is a good thing.
0: Yeah, we haven't uh, been able to get into several different languages yet, but if there are people out there that are listening to podcasts and maybe translating them over to their own, I'm not sure how that's working, but uh, it it's working somehow, which is great. Mike, I wanted to ask you. You know, you've been, you know, a very active individual ever since I've known you. We've been in the barber shop thing together, and that's kind of on. A little bit of a hold right now with the singing right. and a lot of different things. They're trying to do Zoom meetings. They're trying to do drive-in uh it's a lot of different things, but you've been you know, pretty heavy in the acting and, and going out there and doing auditions and taking roles in a lot of different shows that we've seen and, and commercial shoots and all kinds of things. I want to know, especially you know, to and from New York, which New York is still one of the epicenters of this whole pandemic, how are you holding up with all that? I know you're busy doing the podcasting, but what's going on in the other world of entertainment?
5: Well, as far as auditions go, everything is being done remotely nowadays with Zoom and Skype. Uh, there are no in-person uh, auditions anymore. Uh, I think the last one, my, my wife went to one in Philly. I think it was like the first week after quarantine hit, or maybe like maybe the week before it officially shut down. Mm-hmm. And, and they had out, you know, the uh, the hand sanitizers, and people were wearing masks in, and um, I guess taking them off for the. Audition part of it, and then um, you know there there, there was paperless sign in. Uh, Somebody would check you off on their own clipboard instead of having you sign in. So they started taking precautions for it kind of early on. But you know, I've not been to New York since February. Um, It's just been shut down, and there's really nothing else you can do uh, except wait it out. But. You know, It's really uh, kind of a new chapter has turned over in auditioning right now because people are buying equipment, um, people are having courses online on how to record your uh, auditions at home. Uh, You know, the types of, uh, you know, the way they want it to look. Um, I'll tell you what, if I own stock of one of those companies that sells backdrop
0: screens,
5: (laughs) I'll tell you what, I'd be a rich man right now.
0: Backdrop screens and plastic dividers and uh, signage for like uh, having signs on the floor for social distancing and things like that, things you would never even thought of. Yeah, there's a lot of businesses that are flourishing just like that. Um, Mm And, and
5: another interesting part too is that um, sometimes they're even not only do they want to see how well you can act for certain commercials they want to see what the inside of your house looks like
0: yeah because that's
5: they're actually going to direct you some uh, there were some projects out there where my manager had told me that they were actually going to direct people remotely and you were going to film it with an iphone or an ipad or um, and then use you know what certain software to edit it and send it in or you were just going to do the raw footage and send it to them and have them edit it. Uh, but I'll tell you what, it's a whole new ball game. and honestly, there are a lot of things I don't think are going to come back um, as far as auditioning and even work as we know it because I think a lot of these business parks have just about had it. People are realizing that, hey, you, know, you can work from home and be productive. Yeah. And uh, I think that's that's something that's really going to change. Um, it may really hurt the commercial real estate business, but I think that uh, we're going to see a lot more people working from home even after this whole thing is over.
0: I agree, and I think it's uh, you know it's an efficiency thing. It's it's a way to stay close to your kids and your families, especially when there's still a lot of remote learning going on a lot of different places as far as kids are concerned, schooling. Right. right. Um, and there, it's it's one big uh, one big wave that just just hits you, and it just keeps going, and it hits other things. And I, I do see a difference in the culture now, and, and just even just for example, as you were mentioning the you know, auditions and, and processes. I'm looking at things like America's Got Talent on television, and they did their live shows, and they're still doing them. They uh, Universal Studios Hollywood, they're you know, flying people in at certain points, and they're you know being very careful. They're flying people in like individually or with their own groups, and everybody's being tested. And they're uh, in the in the closed amusement park, and the, uh, all of their fans. A lot of these places, the NBA is doing this, WWE. Uh, you can log in to be a fan, and and uh, you know, kind of have the Zoom or whatever it is on you, and you could be in the crowd, and you can be watching the live stream. Uh, as a part of the crowd as it's happening so uh, as far as being a performer, being a spectator uh, it's it's completely different but there's a lot of value to uh, being able to do things on your own and a lot of people are learning a lot of different technologies that I don't think you know most people wouldn't even think to check out. I mean there's there's people that were using some of the technology and, and kids today, man. I, they can use a cell phone, iPad, iPod and I, I wouldn't know how to go left or right honestly, but it's the kids. the kids are being the ones that are all technological and, and teaching us and that the younger generation is building it up. I think it's 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 great but I do still see value in person to person. Uh, interaction, even if it's with a mask, or with a divider in front of you, or with a shield, or uh, six feet away, or whatever the case may be, there's still something to be said about that.
5: Yeah, you're right about that, you're right about that, in person um, person person-to-person contact and everything, it it just can't be rushed you know, I I had heard a number of friends of mine who work in the uh, Canton Corridor, that um, stretch of O'Donnell Street, I'd say between Right over the overpass where the National Bohemian condos are, whatever they're called, all the way down to, I guess, where O'Donnell meets Boston
0: Street. Is that considered city at this point?
5: Yeah, well, yeah, that is. is, Okay. Yeah, that's Canton. And I guess it's called O'Donnell Square, that corridor is. Okay. And they they had started reopening, I think, back around Memorial Day. Right. People were eating outside. The tables were spaced out. They would take a disinfect, and scrub down the tables between customers. Sure. And then all of a sudden, it would just get weird because people. After a while, people started getting started drinking, getting drunk, taking off their masks. The whole place kind of turned into a girls going wild video, from what I heard. Oh my. And yeah, and uh, a number of people I know that that work down there as bartenders and waitresses and that kind of thing said you know, it was getting out of control, and um, you know people were down there yelling "f COVID." Mm. I mean, we, you know, we're all dying to get back to normal. We're all dying to go back to the way things were. We're all dying to perform. We're all dying to be able to get together, and not having to worry. But we just got to get through this. You know, it's just a matter of, and I can understand you are saying to somebody just be patient when their business is sitting there stagnant for all this time. That's way easier said than done. Um, you know, I'm just hoping there's some kind of help we can get these people or something. So they're not losing everything. And, um, unfortunately I've just heard about so many people that have just gone belly up since this happened through their own. And, um, like I said, I'm just really, really hoping, um, that this is just we can get through this with minimal damage minimal loss of life and just get ourselves back to normal and get everybody
0: back to the how how it was because it's just uh, it's you know there's just too much to lose by rushing it you know and and i don't want to you know make this uh, on either one of our episodes foul players radio or dirty ugly wrestling podcast i don't want to make it you know, uh, a political thing. There's election coming up. There's all kinds of thing, but there is a message that uh, that should be getting across, and and both of us reach um, a lot of listeners, and I I just think. That at this point, where we're at right now, we're recording in the early part of September. You know, summer's over. We just had a Labor Day weekend where I don't know if you saw this, Mike, but uh, you know, there's, there was a lot of people out there partying and drinking, and you know, there there wasn't a lot of social distancing going on in a lot of places, and a lot of not a lot of mask wearing. I see a lot of people taking pictures, posting them online, and they're showing like these big clumps and big groups of people that you know. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily matter if you know them or if they're in your own, your own family. We just don't know where these things are airborne or where they're sticking to you or whatever germs. You could be protecting yourself a million different ways, but if you're putting yourself in a group of people, whether you're symptomatic, asymptomatic, you have an opportunity to either catch it or give it. And we we just don't know enough about COVID yet as as individual people to – to protect and say, hey, we're, we'll be all right, you know, and if we get sick, you know, we'll we'll bounce back. Nobody knows this. so Nobody, yeah, because, I mean, you're hearing, uh, it, it was a little more, looking like it was a little more cut and dry earlier, saying younger people didn't
5: get it, only old people are dying from it. But then I'm hearing about younger people getting very, very severe cases and dying of it. Um, right. We're hearing all kinds of new things about this, and, um again I mean I'm not a scientist I mean I just know that I'm not a spring chicken and I'm just not to where I can really I mean
2: it it would be a real roll of the dice if I went out and started really interacting as we used to um
5: for me um You know, and I think about, too, with my foul players, you know, I've got a number of people that are, you know, a little bit older in the group that have had some issues in the past where they're particularly vulnerable, and as much as I miss everybody, and as much as I'd love to get everybody back together to be able to perform, you know, get the old band back together... Mm -hmm. It was the chorus you
0: know I miss singing with the chorus we all do chorus of the Chesapeake man it's been way too long it's been six months and a lot of these guys are used to doing it once twice three times a week and different sing outs different competitions and a lot of those guys are you know uh, the folks in their you know uh, older years you know what I mean but a lot of people who have not you know don't have a exactly clean bill of health but I mean they they can't take any risks like that you know can't take or give any risks and we miss it but the thing is to get back to any semblance of that i think we all have to there's there's a couple of major things that they keep talking about that they have talked about for months and months and months you know wash your hands every chance you get sanitize every chance you get, because, I mean, we're going back into these places, and like you said earlier, people are disinfecting between, you know, tables or whatever, but we can't bank on that, you know, take your own sanitary wipes and wipe down your own sitting area, keep your mask on while you're not eating or drinking anything, try to stay away from groups of people that are not your own, I mean, if we all, it's so idealistic, but I mean, if we all take Adva- responsibility and advantage of what we can do for ourselves, then we're all going to get back to where we need to be. But if there's going to be a couple of people or a couple of groups that are going to kind of throw wedges into that, that's going to make it harder and take longer for us to get back to any semblance of normalcy. Or, you know, the, those businesses, the same thing, those businesses that are striving to open back up and reopen and what's going to happen, you know, people aren't thinking so far down the road, they're thinking exactly what you said. It's like, man, it's a bummer. We need to get together. You know, we got to do something. And they're just putting their own wants and desires in front of that and endangering themselves and others. I'm just saying it's not everybody, but there's a lot of people out there, which is why, um, you know, there's, st- there's still certain spikes of things happening. And this is my concern. You know, they- they've sent some kids – Private school kids, some college kids, back to school on a half-and-half basis. And already during orientations and the first week of school, there's already been COVID cases and places have quarantine sections of their school need to be to, you know, if they have symptoms or whatever, you got to get quarantined in, in the school, like locked up. Like, oh my goodness. Just, I mean, just... I'm sorry. Again, I'm I'm on a soapbox right now, but I'm just saying I want people to listen and just not understand that you know the simplest things, and just take your time and be patient and do your part, and we will all get back to where we want to be that much quicker. And at the same time, we will all be more conscious of our surroundings. I have enjoyed the the couple of places that I've been privileged enough to go. That have all the social distancing and the masks and the sanitation. I think there's more protection now for people to either, you know, get sick or get unhealthy or anything like that. There, there's more consciousness now than there was six months ago before this whole thing started. Yep, yep, but yep, because yep. COVID's not at the top of every news story right now like it was six months ago, people are becoming a little, a little complacent with it, um, right. and we've got. Halloween coming up—that's a big, you know, kind of thing for groups of people, kids. We've got Thanksgiving coming up and Christmas, and it—they're all big, you know, for spending and 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 shopping and, uh, you know, outdoor, indoor, whatever the case. A lot indoor, a lot of stuff because it's going to be too cold outside. So, gotta think ahead, and we don't want to be quarantined. You know, we don't want to go backwards. Is the thing no, I'm saying. Know. So. Again, apologize for the soapbox, but I really care about everybody that's listening to this, and uh, I want us all to get back to what we're doing. So please, you know, distance yourself, wear a mask, uh, wash your hands, sanitize, take uh, responsibility. Don't gather in groups, whether you know them, whether you don't, um, because you just never, you never know. If you can do something remotely, if we can do things through the podcast world like this, if we're doing it on our phone, in our own, uh, you know, in our own places, then that's what we're going to do for right now.
5: Right, right, and again, 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 too. You know, I can't blame people for having cabin fever and wanting to get out, and you know, just not live their life in quarantine anymore. But you know, we just got to get through it, you know. And I just keep telling people, we just got to get through it, you know. We got to get through it, you know. Um, there's some other things I wanted to mention to you
0: too. You yeah, know, speak, let's talk about know. something other than. <laughs>
5: Doing all you know, doing all this podcasting and everything. Here. Yeah, I've had, I've been happy to. announce I've had some pretty uh, some pretty interesting guests on lately. If you want to check out Sound Players Radio, um, and um, I've had uh, let me see, I had Larry Hankin on not too long ago. Larry, Larry Hankin was uh, Doobie in planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, he was uh, Larry Butts. Charlie Butts. He was Charlie Butts in Escape from Alcatraz. He was in, oh God, somebody thinks He was the Kramer, a uh, fake Kramer in um, Seinfeld. Uh, he's got just an impressive resume. It's a really enjoyable show to talk to him. Uh, you also had Jack O'Halloran on, who played uh, one of the villains. Superman, uh, Superman 1 briefly, but Superman 2 throughout most of the movie he played non he was the big guy with the beard he was a former heavyweight boxer actually in the 60s and 70s who was in the line to fight muhammad ali and um was very close to, to was very close to you being able to do it but just didn't quite get there and uh, he did fight for and he did fight ken norton back in those days and he has lots of great stories to tell and i've got some other great ones coming up too which I would like to announce, but I really don't want to because I'm afraid that something will happen or, you know, that um, I won't get it and that it won't happen, so, um, but, but things have been good at Foul Players Radio here, and um, I'm always glad to reach out and catch up with you every so often. I think we kind of get, we've gotten together just about quarterly
3: um, ever since we kind of met each other, you know, started doing this together, and, um, Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just a shame, you know, I, I
5: really miss the chorus too. it's it's not only just the singing, but it's the camaraderie, you know, you get to see people saying hello and seeing how people are doing and everything is really the uh it's really
0: another thing that I miss about it, you know. I do too. And then you, everybody can always check out the chorus of the Chesapeake on Facebook, like and follow, and uh, check out the posts. You know, we're always find, trying to find a way to uh, expand the organizations, even virtually, and even Dundalk dot org at the website. Uh, they're still they're still going. Um, they're still you know trying to. Matter of fact, they did just um, something with a Legacy Quartet, like you know the best of the best uh, kind of thing, and that that's always been phenomenal. And they—they're trying to uh, keep everything going. The Harmonizer magazine is still out there, uh, coming out once a month, and it's everybody's still trying to go. And you mentioned all these great people uh, that you have on your show, and I've got a—you uh, know—I would love to, you know, get hooked up with any of them. And they—they're they're more than welcome to come out on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. It's a—you know—it's it's, a—it's a different form of entertainment. You know, with, like I said, we circle around professional wrestling, but we've had. Um, you know, actors and singers and, and of Like yourself, Mr. Jimmy Fitzpatrick Who's been, um, you know, all up and down The, the world of acting and, and singing and performing um, Oh, absolutely Absolutely 100% uh, uh, Jimmy Fitzpatrick, you know, he's a great friend of mine as well And not only that, but uh, professional professional wrestlers And uh, actors and performers and Who are also, you know, teachers And, you um, uh, accountants and all, uh, you know, uh, everybody has so many different talents, and um, we've had the, the pleasure, pleasure of speaking to so many of them in so many different organizations and so many different walks of life. And, you know, definitely check out the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast archives too, as well as the Foul Players Radio, and uh, we can get them all together and start expanding the audiences. And that's what we're so privileged and proud to do, and glad we can do it, Mikey. It's just a lot of fun. Just catching up, man.
5: It is. It always is, Mike. It's always a pleasure to catch up with my with uh the Brotherhood of the Base.
0: We call <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah if Brotherhood base. of the Base. So we're we're the Bob or B. That's right. Maybe That's the boob. Right. We don't want to be the boob. and that doesn't make sense, but uh, we have a, we have enough boobs. So <laughs> <we> have, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 kidding. Um, yeah. I tell you what, we are um, Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast can be found. On uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Uh, you can also Google the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast and find us in about ten other places. We do have a Twitter Twitter handle at du wrestling uh, pod, and also on Facebook, Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast and uh, Dirty Ugly Wrestling and gmail.com. Definitely find myself and the Big Ugly, and also we got the C- one and only CM Funk around, Jam and Jason, and always uh, a lot of different. Characters coming onto our show, including yourself. Um, And we always love to spread the word. And uh, how can we find uh, more of the Foul Players radio for our listeners?
5: Well, I'm glad you asked, Mike, because you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Castro, Castbox, iHeartRadio. You can also find it on um, its. the, the main website, though, I can't even spit it out It's uh, a <laughs> TPS slash slash foul players radio. That's F O W L players radio dot buzzsprout dot com. Uh, we also have a Facebook presence. We're also now on Twitter. If you look us up
0: at foul F O W L underscore radio,
5: nice. um, you can tell what they think of us, foul radio. You
0: know, Oh, that's foul. No, uh i tell you what. And and this is something else we got to do. You know, myself and the big ugly, big ugly is the production side of uh what we do as well as a performer and uh contributor to the show, but we got to hook you up with him because um there's there's outlets that I'm sure you you you've rattled off a lot of names there that I'm sure we'd like to get under and uh, I'm sure that we can um spread our presence with you as we're spreading ourselves overseas with some ways we you know we we can share uh commonalities and um hopefully we can both Go where all of us want to go, and that's just just reach as many people as we can. So, uh, th- I look forward to doing that too. Absolutely,
5: Mike. Well, again, it was always great to catch up with you. You know, um, keep doing what you're doing. Keep pumping out dirty, ugly wrestling video, uh, dirty, ugly wrestling episodes.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, yeah well, well, yeah. There's some videos on there too, but uh, you know, uh, okay. I wanna I wanna put this out there as well. Um, just uh, one final uh, comment here. Um, it is just. Uh, The professional wrestling world is, as I said, where we're based, and we have had a lot to talk about. There's a lot of people that even in that world, in that business, um, are being very protective. And if you think about it, pro wrestling is a very close kind of thing. It's very much like acting, very much like uh, ballet, soap opera, physicality, circus, all kind of turned into one. But I can I can guarantee you that everything we're seeing on television, which is a lot of the stuff by the WWE and all Elite Wrestling, and even uh, TNA Impact Wrestling, they're all being tested. They're all being quarantined themselves as being performers. You know, they're not you know going back home and going out partying and things like that. They're t- taking it very very seriously. Um, so and it, it, of course you're going to have a couple of things here and there, but it's they're an example as well of you know we can get back there are ways to do what we want to do and we just got to come up with creative ways to get back to doing it and uh this is going to be one of them so support uh, professional wrestling of course the independent professional wrestlers that are out there that are struggling to uh, make ends meet doing their own things living their own lives hopefully we get them all back going and hopefully we get you continue going on virtual auditions and and back to doing television i love Cobra Kai on Netflix. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, that is one of the number one streaming things in the entire world. And I've uh, seen you on Netflix and a couple of things. The Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt. I did watch that that that, that movie. That was fantastic, by the way. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm I loved great. it, man. And I loved seeing you in there because uh, I just like, I point him out, like, I know them. I know that guy. And um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, we, we hung out together. We, we do things. We podcast. We hang. We, we sing. But, um, yeah, Cobra Kai, I want to just go, keep watching. A lot of people watch things in their downtime and quarantine, and I know people are getting out and about, but keep uh, keep those things going because those things are fueling the uh, economic and the entertainment world, uh, everything, podcasting, radio, uh, Sirius, um, you know, uh, Netflix, YouTube, all that good stuff. So keep it going and, and fight for Cobra Kai because we need so many more seasons of that.
5: Absolutely. that's what I hear. I hear it's
0: getting a lot of good feedback and everything. Phenomenal. Uh, And it's amazing that these the three Karate Kid movies, the original ones, and then there was a next Karate Kid, and then uh, a Karate Kid with Jackie Chan, and uh, Will Smith's son, um, Jaden. And then uh, now Will Smith is one of the executive producers of this Cobra Kai thing, and that's where a lot of the money's coming from, I can understand. But... A lot of the creativity, but man, they just taking that Karate Kid universe and bringing it back, and it's a real shot in the entertainment arm, and it's just a beautiful thing. Watch it, support it, and of course, I'm going to be listening to Foul Players Radio, so keep tagging me on that, and I'll keep tagging you on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, man. Sure way. You know
5: something funny? I'll tell you a quick story. Go for it. Um, The guy who was the, uh, I guess... In the original Karate Kid, I, I think he's in the Cobra Kai thing, too. He was the original head of the uh, dojo where the bad guys fought.
0: Cobra Kai, Martin Kreese. Yes,
5: yes, okay. okay. So Martin I, Cove, yeah. Like 30 years ago when I worked at Comcast and I was going through safety orientation, that guy actually did a foot safety uh, video <laughs> industrial. <laughs> I was watching it because, you know, we had to watch everything, you know, about you know, working around power lines. And they were doing safety training, you know, with us. And, um, it, and all of a sudden they throw one in for, uh, you know, about, you know, foot safety and wearing your boots and everything. And all of a sudden you see him and he walks over to the camera and he just looks at it and he goes, we all walk on them. We all depend on them. Every day in our daily lives. And he goes, <laughs> and I was like, dude, see did the karate kid.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
5: Unless
3: that was,
0: like, really old or something. No, yeah. no, that's great. I mean, you know, that was from the original one was from, I think, 1983 or 1984, uh, yeah. so, something like that. But I'm sure that he, he made a presence. And I mean, if you saw him anywhere doing anything, you knew, like, you, you had to watch. You had to listen because uh, he's a presence. He still is, and he is part of the new Cobra Kai.
5: I was waiting for a split to come flying through
0: the TV screen if I wasn't paying attention. I I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, and he is, uh, and I'll say this about a lot of actors and actresses. You know, the nicest people play the best bad guys, Um, and I I have always noticed that they're they phenomenal range. You know, when I, I've gotten to play a couple of heel characters in my life, Bill Sykes and Oliver and uh, uh, Judd in Oklahoma, and uh, to name a few, and I've all, I've always been told that I did really, really well, so it means I'm a really good bad guy, or I was just a, a bad guy at heart. But no, 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 but I'm, t- I, I, uh, yeah, it was always the nicest people play, the nice, the biggest, bad, the best bad guys. And I, I love <laughs> Martin Cove is one of them. And I would love to, you know, one day if we get him on our show now, especially with the increased popularity of Cobra Kai coming back, man, he would be, he, I'm sure he's got some phenomenal stories. Oh, I'm
5: sure he does. I'm sure he
0: does. All right, Mikey. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap it up for the Foul Players Radio and the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. And uh, we will meet up again, I'm sure, in the next couple of months, definitely before the holiday season.
5: Absolutely great to talk to you, Mike, and thank you all for listening. This is Foul
0: Players Radio and the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. And we'll all be right back. And we're back! Yep! Deuces! Alright, that's <laughs> enough. <laughs> so we said we were gonna do it. Yeah, we we went over on that first segment, but that's okay. This is what we do. Welcome back to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Once again, my name is Dirty Mike. And I'm the big ugly. And we are sitting here live in the mansion with CM Funk. And live via satellite with Jam and Jason. Yeah! Jam and Jason. Oh, yeah.
2: With the satellite delay. The
0: satellite. <laughs> <over. laughs> Facebook Live. Hashtag Facebook Live. Um, Jam and
1: Jason has such terrible language, we had to put him on delay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that
0: sucks. laughs> we had to put him on that seven second thing, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, so yeah, uh, we had a good uh, conversation with Michael Sped, and as you can see I got a little uh, yeah. little heated. Fantastic interview. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I got a little heated, got a little bit on my soapbox there a little bit, but I really do care. And I, I really do want to see this COVID stuff come to an end. So, you know, that, that'd be great. Uh, we were talking before the break about tag teams. Let's just kind of put a uh, put a bumper on that at the end. We didn't really talk about because they've got kind of been thrown by the wayside. The Street Profits, who are the Raw Tag Team Champions, I believe. Sure. And um, Cesaro and Shinsuke, who are the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Champions, who have apparently... They they have now a brand trading thing that once every couple of months you can... I don't even know. It's the brand-to-brand invitation. Jesus Christ. I mean, uh, like this brand swap thing, every time they make an excuse and a different excuse for this to happen, it just pisses me off. I'm sorry. I hate it. Um, Stay on one show. I mean, why am I going to watch either show? Like, seriously, I don't care. Like uh, Anyway, sorry. I got on my soapbox. Jamie and Jason.
2: Well, I think on Raw with the because now the Viking Raiders are injured. One of them's injured, right? right. So oh, I God. feel like there's not really any team for the Street Profits to go up against. It's not. So you kind of had to. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> only this, other established yeah. team, which is two singles
0: wrestlers put together on SmackDown, has to come over to Raw. Yeah.
2: Uh. And I mean, you still got a. Uh, Heavy machinery But they're Smackdown too Right yeah, They are right. Yeah, so. And
0: they've been Working solo Because uh, this, The Money in the branch Steep briefcase Otis apparently has it And it's apparently A lunchbox gimmick now uh, I don't know Jim and Jason Let's start with you uh, Let's talk about Those tag teams Because you talked about What happened with Vince And the tag teams Now What do you think About the champions Or the championship picture On any of those shows
4: It's time to unify the belts And do Do what they do With the women If they're going to Have them float let's unify the belts and have one belt that goes across both shows and they just don't have enough tag teams and people keep right. getting injured, they yep. break them up, they, yep. yeah, it's just right now just have one one tag team belt. Yep. See,
2: that's
0: a good idea. They might
2: do that with whoever wins this this match. Yeah, they could. Yeah.
0: So is they're it title of. for title? I mean, is it because it's, it's the Clash of Champions. It's, it's those two against it's each like, other. I don't know.
1: I don't I don't think the titles are on the line. It's really? Just, it's just literally the Clash of Champions, though. Cause they're just clashing. Right. They're, they're, okay. okay. Why not? Sure.
2: Gold Rush. Yeah. Speaking of faces, you know, we were talking about that earlier. I think Street Profits <sighs> is another one of those teams that needs the crowd. That needs the crowd. Damn last. right. Because even they yeah. kind of soured on me without the crowd. You know.
1: and, and they don't need to do the cannon with the um, with the red solo cups being blown out of every single time they come out. Right,
2: right. right. That
1: was cool in the pay per view. Yeah, yeah. And but now they do it every time they come out. Yeah,
2: they so. can save it yeah. anyway.
1: That's uh They need to vary. their gimmick,
4: either them or private party to I me. Mean.
3: You guys <laughs> walk
4: around drinking, bugs. I've solo cups. It's the same.
3: Yeah.
1: it's
4: the same team. Like, it's it's funny. I,
1: I don't care for private party as a tag team. Like, I they just don't do anything for me. But I like their entrance better than I like the Street Profits' entrance because, <laughs> like, they use like the rope and the you know and the, like their their build. for I like the
0: Velvet Rope gimmick. Yeah, that's just like, great. Like,
1: like like that stuff's cool. Like I'm 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 good with that. Street Profits are better tag team though, in my opinion. But
0: we'll we'll get to AEW in a minute because there's a couple of things I want to talk about there. But let's let's throw in one thing that they've, I, I, retribution. That's that's the only word I gotta say. Thank you. I, I
2: was gonna say Vince could pull the plug
0: on something. I, I really <laughs> wish it
2: would be <laughs> retribution.
0: You gotta break up the iconics. I don't know what the heck is going on. Let's start with you, Big Ugly. What do you think about this thing at all? Retribution. I, I hate it. <laughs> it's. I, I, I don't I, I just
2: I just don't like it. There's nothing else to be said. I, I don't like it. Okay. I don't, I didn't I didn't care about when they were tearing up the ring. I care about them even less when they come on the screen and, and they're 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 like talking. And I guess the voice is supposed to be like uh, altered or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so, mean, who is it? It's probably just a bunch of NXT. It's either, all, all it is. They
0: actually admitted
2: it that yeah. they were <laughs>
0: Performance Center people. Yeah. I, Did I,
2: it, I from what I heard, what I saw <clears throat> is it's going to be
1: Dominic Dijakovic. That's uh, Mercedes, kill Mercedes Martinez, Mia, kill her. Mia Yim. What? They had to bring Mia Yim up because Keith Lee's on the main roster. Oh right, because they they always keep all the relationships together. Here. Right.
0: Well, knock on wood. Right. They did take Mandy to and, Raw, but the girlfriend of uh, Otis. Yeah, that does, that yeah, doesn't count. Real, real relationships. relationships.
1: And then uh, Dio Madden, I think, is another member. You know, D.O. Madden, the guy who was on the Raw commentary team for a hot second. Oh, the black, the black guy. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. 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 Brock. Brock Lesnar
2: destroyed him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All
0: right. That's why he came up.
2: Yeah. Okay. They yeah. really need to pull the plug. Yeah. <laughs> if this is who you got, if <laughs> okay, this is all you got, it, I, I feel like it would have been different. If it, even if it was somebody like, you know, like Adam Cole, your top guys, Velveteen Dream, you know, those yeah. guys yeah. were a Retribution. You might stand a chance. These guys? Yeah
0: i tell you, it's more like high school pranks. It's like, it, uh, it's, that's what I see this as. And now, the, the fact that <coughs> the lights flicker, whatever, okay, now they, everything goes down and now they've got a tag. It says Retribution. And it comes up all over the place. Then they have a camera on them. So it's like, this isn't, this isn't like NWO stuff like coming out of nowhere. This is strategic stuff. Yeah. I, I don't like it. I, I got one, I got one question. So
1: nobody seems to care that this group is even out there like and I don't mean fans I'm talking about the other wrestlers like right. that are on Raw because they're now just on Raw Retribution's no longer on Smackdown or whatever it's just mm. Raw wow the only people that seem to care and have done anything are the biggest heels on Raw the <laughs> Hurt Business right how yeah. come your, your biggest heels are taking on a heel faction like doesn't make any sense. Like somebody explained yeah. this to me. <laughs> I
0: guess the hurt business don't discriminate. They give it to anybody. There you yeah. go. <laughs> They're just
1: in the business of hurt. yes yeah,
0: so. And I love. I got. You mentioned it. I love what the hurt business is
2: doing. I was just about to say thanks for segueing that because yeah, the course. hurt business is doing their thing. They man. are.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it's it's on all segments too. They've gone through the raw underground thing. They're doing the four horsemen thing, wearing the suits. MVP is the big mouthpiece, and you got the muscle, you got the technical, you got all like all the pieces. I saw,
2: they, they actually I saw a comparison in the picture to Evolution.
0: And uh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, it's still pushing people like Apollo and Ricochet. Ricochet needs to shut his mouth. By the way, <laughs> I'm sorry he cannot cut a promo to save his no, life. No, no, no. I love Ricochet, but I, he can't talk. It but didn't ring
2: great. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I still think, I still see a whole, uh, you know, because everybody that's in, it's kind of like BLM. It's, it's, you know, whether it's the feels, heels, the faces, I see this big resurgence of, like, the African-American. Like, it's big. It's huge, and I, I like it. And they're not really playing towards that, but if you look at everybody in the angles, that's who it is. And yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. But the Hurt Business, damn. I don't even mind that they're re- repeating themselves in their gimmick. The Hurt Business is hurt, Is open for business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I didn't ever think. But MVP, Bobby Lashley, Cedric Alexander, and Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> Who thought? Yeah. The, J, Jim and Jason, we were watching a lot of these guys back when we were talking about those good tag teams. Like yeah. uh, the world's greatest tag team and all that? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Holy crap. What a time! I, and and the hurt business. Uh, they should be the ones to take take out retribution. Just just clean house. Just shut that yeah. whole thing down, like Big Ugly said, pull the plug, and that'll turn yeah, hurt I just, business.
4: I'm just surprised Bobby Lashley is finally interesting.
0: Like how years? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 took, it took a while to get there. Yeah, but. I liked him in in uh, Impact Wrestling yeah. when he was a heel champion, yeah. but that's I mean, when. Yeah, but talk about MVP. I mean, he's the the heart of that. You know, he's a triple H of that that group. So yeah, to speak. Oh my god! And I mean, he's doing a great job. Fantastic right. And job. they yeah. brought him back for one shot. It was supposed to be one shot. Right. Then it turned into another shot. Then it's a full time contract. Yeah, I don't blame him at all.
1: Yeah. They even had him on commentary uh, last uh, on Monday Night Raw. He's last a, week. Like, he's, I mean, he's just doing it all. Multi talented, yeah. yeah. unbelievable.
0: And yeah. I, th- I hope that they do not pull the plug yeah. on that. For I a mean, long time.
2: it could be that this uh, this section of his career could end up being more memorable than his first run. You know what I'm saying? All and I remember about his first run is the big
1: blow up MVP. Loved it. <laughs> yeah.
0: And he went on a losing streak for a while. <laughs> Just like Heath Slater before the Heath Slater losing streak. I'm uh, not Heath Slater. Um, no. Wait a minute, Who? Curt Hawkins. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but yeah and this this is what i will say if this run keeps going the way it's going this will put mvp in the hall of fame by the way just a just a tag team on the hall of fame speech so the hurt business let's um let's segue we kind of went into talking about some other we talked about aew a little bit earlier all elite wrestling let's go into that um And all this is the most exciting two hours on television, other than even SmackDown, which we were talking about. It's pretty exciting right now. But AEW from top to bottom, that's the best stuff. CM Funk, let's start with you, because I know you and I, we went to that first show, that live show.
1: Yeah, you guys know I'm an AEW Mark, so. Mark!
0: um, You know, but, uh,. Dude, I love
1: what they're doing. Like they're one step ahead of WWE at all times. It seems like from the the fan interaction to where actual fans, right, to where they're doing the, the shows, to the product in the ring, to storylines. I mean, they've they've got it all right. And now they've even brought in um, outside people like that you wouldn't have expected. Like they brought the NWA Women's Champion Thunder Rosa in to mm-hmm. face the AEW champ, Women's Champion Karrasheita. And they stole the freaking show, apparently, at the last uh, AEW uh, pay-per-view a couple weeks ago. You know? Which, if
0: it wasn't 40 or $50, I might yeah, have bought. Yeah, They yeah, need can't. to relax that price a little bit. Yeah, it's
1: a little too much. But, but uh, yeah. you know, so, like, they're just doing everything right right
0: now. Yeah. You know? Big Ugly, you seen any of AEW? Anything that's been going on? Uh,
2: No, I have not really seen anything. It's okay. Um, yeah, because like a lot of times uh, on Wednesdays, I end up not. like I don't even catch NXT, but I'm able to go back and watch it on Hulu. But sure. AEW isn't on there. I don't think. Maybe I should look it up, but I don't think they're on.
0: They, they're on some yeah. kind of streaming. They're, they're are? not on Hulu,
4: but if you have cable, you can get the TNT app. <clears throat>
2: Yeah. Oh, shoot. You can, Yeah, I got you that. You can watch
4: them on the TNT app They keep like the last two months
2: worth of episodes up there. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. So yeah, yeah I'm, gonna have to, I'm gonna I'm have to try and get that then. Yeah. It's it's really worth it. They're really good with their content, and um, you know, talk about a guy like uh, Chris Jericho doing it all—commentary, wrestling, tag team, singles, uh, putting other people over, and also putting the product over at the same time. I mean, he is a heel in the ring, but he is the most over guy ever. Yep. and i am totally on board with jericho everything he does um
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i mean we're sitting here talking about AEW and like you know and like like you don't even have to bring up john moxley's name like that's how good aew has been that you, the champ doesn't even need to be mentioned and everything about everything else about it's been good
0: but if you do uh, mention john moxley he's doing a good job oh, yeah, he's as fantastic. You know, and and he's having uh, you know, he's putting hey, different people. Well, there it is. You know, they were talking about him and MJF apparently having a really good match at the pay per view as well. And MJF lost, but he's he's uh, he lost, but he didn't lose because apparently the paradigm shift, the uh, the double arm DDT, the referee didn't see it. Right. So there's a little story that goes into that. So he's still saying he's undefeated. So and and I love how everybody. You always say in a professional wrestling world, you want to be the, you want to be the champion, you want to be the world champion. You know that's the thing. Everybody in every other segment says, "I want to be the champion," or "I'm fighting to be this champion," or "I'm fighting for this reason." Right. Everybody's got a purpose. Right. It's yeah. kind of like the attitude era, Jam and Jason, when we were watching yeah. it back in the late nineties. Everything has a purpose.
4: Even, even. Um, did you guys watch any of the pay per view, or
0: no? Or I just no? saw highlights. Well, yeah, yeah, but.
4: It wasn't as good as some of their
0: other ones. It wasn't worth $50, but I did go ahead and watch it.
4: Okay. <laughs> the pre show, I think it was the pre show earlier on in the event, that they did an interview with Don Moxley, and he even made a quote, and now it makes sense in, in hindsight. He's like, You're going to bring out the bad guy in me. And then he cheats the win. And I was just <laughs> like, That was just so perfect. Like, they foreshadowed that without really yeah. making it obvious. You know, it wasn't super obvious. It was just like, Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and it's a little yes, thing. Everything has a purpose. Yes. Right. Well- <laughs> It, well, it, and then um, uh, not this, not yesterday. Well, the, not this past Wednesday, but last week's episode. The when it started, Tony Schiavone's outside, and the two v- limos pull up, and it's Jericho and MJF come out, or in each yes. one. Oh, that was great. And they do a face to face where they're like real nice to each other, and like, yeah. oh, you you were awesome. No, you were great. Oh, you were better. And then they walk away, and they have cameras following both of them and both at the same time. They're both like that guy sucks I was like, it was wonderful I was, like, I, was, I was like that's what wwe used to be you yeah,
0: know right. and aw's got it right now so hey they are doing a great job love it everything that everybody's doing the, uh, if you have, ha- if you haven't seen it, the parking lot fight with uh, the best friends and um, Santana and Ortiz. Santana and Ortiz, my God, just put all of them over right now. Just that's fantastic.
1: Thunder Rosa, she's one of the yeah.
0: blacks. Yeah, that's, that's the NWA uh, women's. Team. Oh, that's
1: the NWA. Okay. Yeah,
0: and they, they, these, these women fight it out too. These are, yeah. are good, and This, and this good. was a
1: pretty good match too against Eveleth. Yeah. I don't last think
0: year. there was a, a bad spot on the, the Dynamite that I watched. You know, no. they had um. Lance Archer come out and destroy somebody and Jake Roberts come out and be his mouthpiece even though he doesn't need one That's fine. I love Jake Roberts. That's a great. That's a great rub um you know that now it's uh, every day is Miro day apparently. Yeah, Miro, hell yeah, Rusev, Rusev, baby. Yeah, yeah this, you know,
2: I did see that. that was good.
0: That was good, and I love how the they're, the best man. He is the best man. So, yeah. and uh, he came in, he made his point, and he's still doing a little ha ha stuff. But that's okay because that's going to lead into more for him to do because they're not going to just throw him right to the wolves, which is great. Um, you know they've they've picked up uh, what do you got? They got um, Zach Ryder now over there right in yeah. aw yeah,
1: matt cardona
0: matt cardona thank yeah, you yes. and uh ftr of course and now the tag team champions
1: by the way i love ftr's gimmick with tully blanchard oh and, my god and yes they're, they're doing they're doing the four horsemen symbol but just with three fingers because it's only three of them I, yeah. know, it's like, I was like oh that's pretty sweet
0: i, I love tully and i love Arn when he gets in the, in the mix too whether he's uh the Rhodes family trainer or whatever i don't care i love all that stuff yeah yeah but just the fact that
4: they're bringing managers like older yes. wrestlers back, like in the
1: old days, to be managers. Yes, like I mean you got you got Taz, you got Jake Roberts, you got Tully, you got Arn. I mean it, it's it's fantastic. Like, it's
0: great. Yeah. And uh, uh, what is it, Eddie Kingston? Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's pushing the envelope a little bit, but I like him. I like everything that's uh, surrounding him. Uh, I do enjoy. I, I don't think there's anything. I, I, there's not one spot on AEW where I can say, man, I, I really didn't appreciate that. Private party. Damn it. Stop <laughs> <Sorry>. it.
2: <laughs> so this 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 gets me to this question. Go for it. You know, uh, for a long time, I've heard, like, criticism that, you know, Vince is out of touch with, you know, what people want. You know, you're just like an old guy. and okay. you know, I, I, I kind of never liked that saying because I don't feel like just because you're – Martin Scorsese is old, but he still puts on some great freaking films. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> sure. So what do you? So does AEW, NXT, NXT, does that show that Vince, yes, he is actually out of touch with what people want to see
0: right now? <clears throat> I mean, Vince is obviously the main guy at the helm, but there's a lot of people under Vince. There's a lot of writers, a lot of producers. Uh, there's a lot of people. I, obviously, he has the final word, and obviously the final word doesn't work. So I think Vince is... Still set in his ways, um, as a professional wrestling promoter of old school, um, I don't think it's all wrong or right. I just think he's set in his ways. But if you see when some of the other people produce some of the shows, whether it be NXT being produced by Triple H or you know somebody else, or you know uh, even the Raw Underground thing, which is being mostly run by Shane, I think it's different. You can there's a different feel to it. It's not the same cookie cutter, carbon copy feel. Which is good. So I think Vince is a little—he's got to let up. He got to let somebody else run the show. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. What do you yeah. think? Uh, yeah.
1: I, yeah. I, I, I definitely agree. I mean, I think I—you hate to say like like you said, Big O. You hate to say like he's out of touch and all that, but there's got to be something, you know, because uh, Raw and SmackDown are so just like, oh, you know. I mean, SmackDown's gotten better the last couple of weeks, yes, right. but but yeah. you know, and then um just uh, real quick, sorry, Jam and Jason, the um. The other thing I just wanted to say was that I think Vince, because SmackDown and Raw are the two big ones, he's got different people he has to answer to, like in the television industry too yeah. that are probably looking for a little bit more mainstream type content. While NXT is on USA like Raw is, they can get away with it because it's not the number one, you know, program. It's not the mainstream program. Right. Like, AEW's on TNT, which isn't known for, you know, it's wrestling and you know that kind not of thing. Now so they neither. can get away with stuff. But SmackDown and Raw you know they're they're the number one shows, you know, and they gotta kind of I think watch what they're what they put on TV, too. right? So, uh,
0: sure. yeah, they got a bigger audience to answer to and bigger bigger headwigs to answer to. Gotcha, um, Jim and Jason. Let's let's go with you uh, as far as Vince being in touch, out of touch. You know these days, past days. What do you think? I think he's out of touch these days, but I think it's more I've used this before. Where stubbornness. I just think it's total
4: stubborn. He just he won't let something just take off because the fans you know are for it like in the old days like that's how hogan became big that's how stone cold became big like in the old days he was willing to let things just take off and feel the crowd out now it's just like oh russof de- Rusoff day is too popular so we're just going to bury it right? mm. you right. know like everything's just hey you guys are watching tag teams in AEW. you're doing them we're gonna split them all up and ruin <laughs> the tag team division like I just feel like nothing's really organic and based off the fan interaction anymore. Yeah. ADW. And, then it, and then even when he does, it takes forever. Like, he was against the whole Daniel Bryan push at first, and then finally he gave in. And then look at what Daniel Bryan eventually turned
0: into before he got injured right. for that one WrestleMania. Like, it made a great moment. So, you know, you look Daniel
4: at how about? many wrestlers they were building up. Ali, uh, stuff Ali. Like, there were so many people that, Get to a point, and then that's just it. He just ruins him and silences him. Right, Ricochet. Yeah, he's horrible on the mic, but <laughs> he's a great, great athlete, great wrestler. Look at the matches he had in the NXT. And, um And one of the new indie uh, shows that they put on um, the network with yeah. the Drew, Drew Calloway Right. or Drew McIntyre special. There's a match on there with him and Ricochet, and um. Drew takes Ricochet and like does the ra- the razors not the razors edge, but that fall away slam thing. Yeah. It's like a cement wall. It's ricochet. Oh my god. And there's just this most awesome thing. He's got such talent and it's too damn stubborn, you know?
0: <laughs> like Yeah. I mean and I, I don't know if he if it's letting the um letting the uh, the people on the ship run the ship because if they all had their, their way, everybody would be getting themselves over. But I mean it's about getting everybody else over. There's a lot of a lot of stories to tell and a lot of time. I don't know, but Vince has always been a little bit stubborn. But I think if he opened the reins up and actually tried to take on AEW. Not that, I mean, AEW's been winning in the ratings, but WWE is the, the juggernaut. It's not going anywhere. Um yeah. But. And it's just a... It's a it's
4: just, sorry, I didn't
3: mean to cut you off.
0: You're but, fine. Um, it's just, a small, just the small things. Like, when he does get an idea,
4: he thinks it's good. Then he just wants to run with it like and have the same matches or the same. Just beat Sing it to death. Week. Like, like, for
1: example, in comparison, ADW just ran the jericho Arn cassidy feud. Wonderful.
4: Yes, they, they had interactions every week, but there were only two matches not on the pay-per-view leading up to the pay-per-view, and then they had the, the third blow-off match, and then that's probably it. They'll keep them separated for a year or so or whatever. Yeah, they
0: won't drag it into the ground like they're doing with Dominic and Seth. <laughs> exactly, Definitely, exactly. Oh. Dominic's oh doing a great job,
4: but yeah, I'm, I'm tired of it. <laughs> like, like it just doesn't interest me, you
0: know? <laughs> yeah, and they're just beating it to death. It's either it, Dominic and Seth or Dominic it's and... It's done, man. Yeah, got it, got to got to got yeah. to end it.
2: Yeah, and I mean, speaking of Seth, I mean, Seth now, I guess, he, he turned on Murphy. Right. So, is he, no, is, is he still the Monday Night Messiah? Like, he no longer has followers. He only had one. AOP got released. And, and Austin Theory Murphy.
0: showed back up in NXT. So, uh, you know, his follower, I think there would be better, I, we all talked about this, a stable a followers. A something. He needed
2: followers.
1: Which
0: is, Even when they started
2: him, they started him with AOP and it made sense.
1: And AOP's gone. Yeah. Right. Damn, I, I I did like the little I did like the little uh, tease of uh, Ray's daughter uh, checking on Murphy uh, on the way into the cage. Uh,
0: oh yeah, she's she's or, coming in too because she's going to be training, I'm sure, or she's already training. Yeah. So they'll bring her in. So they'll have Dominic and Aaliyah eventually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, to answer your question, um, Daniel Bryan, the Bellas, uh, both of them just had babies. So. Oh, uh,
2: that's right. So yeah, They're all home.
0: Time off. Yeah. Right. Because I was like, it seems like everybody's coming back now. Sami Zayn's back. Reigns is back. So I was just like... I uh, got to tell you, that's one thing. I, that's another thing I love about SmackDown. Sami Zayn is coming back with his own Intercontinental <laughs> Championship and claiming he never lost the title, which he didn't. Yeah. Um, actually, when we went to uh, the Elimination Chamber, that's when he won the Intercontinental Championship yeah. and, he, never, and he, he defended it at Wrestlemania and kept it and then disappeared because right. of COVID. Yeah. What he should have done is brought back the old championship title belt so that they could sell more replicas on <laughs> WWE.com. So you got the one and the other and eventually have a, a ladder match for both. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying. I love Sami Zayn. I have, nothing, I have no problem with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is good. Um, Alright, so we're going, we're going to take it home. We're going to wrap it up here. We talked about a lot of different stuff. Uh, we got. We want to thank Michael Spedden for his time and the Foul Players Radio podcast and everything he's doing. Big Ugly, he's uh, done some introductions for us. We're going to have some great guests yes. coming up. Uh, a lot of different uh, folks doing a lot of different things in the world. We're going to tag all them. We appreciate. So let's do a little Hall of Fame. Uh, right. I don't know if you were able to uh, I pull figure. a couple names. <laughs> I gotta so, all right. What we're going to do is, uh, Jam and Jason, what we've been doing, and we're going to do your Hall of Fame match idea at some point as well. Um, okay, yeah. Big Ugly's going to say a name, and we're going to go around the table. We'll start with uh, CM Funk. Oh, man. Oh, and okay. then we'll uh, hit Jam and Jason, and then I'll go to me. And we'll just say, are they worthy of Hall of Fame, yes or no? And if yeah. you have a little explanation, that's great, but we'll try not to delve into it. But. Uh, Big, U- Big Ugly's got some names And we've yeah. had some controversy in the past couple weeks <laughs> I didn't mean to piss Oh by the way, I'm sorry, I gotta throw this out there Welcome back Wade Barrett To NXT oh, yeah, yeah. He is a full time commentator now And Morrow's out And Morrow is yeah. out And I'm sorry to see hear that uh, But uh, Nothing but respect for Morrow. I love Morrow Ronaldo. he did great But I'm glad to see Wade Barrett doing something And running his mouth because he's, he's great on the mic And it- eventually they can always Bring him back for something physical Cause uh, the day he's got some bad news for us, I'm just all over that. Oh man, hell <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> welcome Wade Barrett back to NXT. Okay, so right. let's uh, let's do this Hall of Fame segment as right. we take it
2: home. Big ugly. So I got I got a mix between new people that we so new people that you know you, you're just kind of judging. Do you think in the future they'll go and then sure. older people? All right. okay. first one, Bailey, future Hall of Famer? Yes. CM Punk. I mean, uh, Jamie Jason. Yes. Yeah, gotta agree. I agree. Paul Heyman? Yes. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jamie Jason? Yes. All right, here we go. Hey. One half
0: of Billy and Chuck. Chuck Palumbo. No. <laughs> See? No no, no way.
3: No.
0: Um, I, I, I would say Billy and Chuck could go in together as Billy and Chuck, because that was a great gimmick, but not Chuck Palumbo by himself. Sorry. Okay. All right, here we go. Ryback. Right oh, shit.
1: Oh, I wish he'd had just a little yeah. longer run. I would have, I would have, I, I would have put him in, but uh, no.
0: Jamie, Jason. Nah, yeah, nah. No. I think he had potential, okay. but it dropped. It uh, dropped too yeah. much. Okay, all right. Jazz. Oh, okay, Jazz. Nah. If I got to sit
1: here and think about who that is, <laughs> <laughs> no, I know who it is. She belongs in the uh, the hurt business.
0: <laughs> uh, Jamie, Jason. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah, not enough establishment, not enough time. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, uh, I don't know if this
2: person is, in, is Jacques Rougeau. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: One, one half of the Rougeau brothers and the Mountie. Um, <laughs> Mountie. Yeah, I, I I would put Jacques Rougeau in, uh, but I'd put him in as the Mountie. I, I don't know. I'd put him in as a Rougeau brother. So.
0: No, I put him in as just himself, but you know all of his gimmicks behind him. Same yeah. thing what they did with they they they, they put in um. What's his name? The guy at Demolition Smash. Can't remember his real name. Gary Darso? Yeah, he's in, right? No. He should be. He should be. <laughs> not. Yeah. So All anyway, right. Demolition so. should be, and I've been saying that for years. Jamie and Jason, what do you think about uh, what, uh, Jacques oh, yeah. Rougeau? No, Jacques Rougeau. Yeah,
4: definitely. Most definitely. I right.
0: think he should go in by himself, and I think uh, he should uh, the tag team should go in. The really? Rougeaus. Yeah. yeah. All right.
4: Yeah, he
1: yeah, has the Ruchos, and then the other one
4: too, where they were not the Mounties. Remember, they came out to the song.
2: Were not the Mounties. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, with the uh, P.C.O. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, I can't remember the name of their tag team, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Ultimo Dragon. Oh, I love Ultimo. Yes. He's, yeah. But he, he was—he was, he was never in WWE though. So no. I'm gonna go with no. That's all
0: right. I'm gonna say no. Uh, I I don't I'm know. I'm gonna but, say yeah. I mean, he was
2: a. I, I felt like he was a, a, a huge draw to cruiserweight in WCW.
0: Yeah, I think he had enough all around the world. He belongs yeah. in a Hall of Fame for sure. Right. Yeah, but other than he Sting, held eight championships at other, one time.
2: Other
1: than Sting, there's no just like strict WCW guy. I think in the in the Hall but of Sting fame. had one
0: small run in the WWE too. Yeah, but that doesn't count. Bring yeah. Ultimate <laughs> Dragon back in the thing with the Lucha Underground. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what about the uh, the uh, the father Cologne? Did
2: he was he ever in WWE? They put him Car- in. Carlos Colon? Yeah. He, he did have a run in WWE. Oh, Maybe right, a while ago, like in, in
0: the 60s or something. Early 80s, late 70s. Oh, I'm giving him way too much credit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, but he I did. Know. All right, next up, Sandman. Mm-hmm. Oh. I got to go, yeah. I think he revolutionized. the. I don't think he's got a speck of athletic talent. And he's a drunk. I met him. I love him. <laughs> but I think he's he's got the mark on, you know. He's got the mark on the business. Jason? <laughs> no 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 there's a condition you can
1: only you can only put him in if you get the rights from that he use Enter the Sandman right there ah. you go
4: without that song
0: I don't know. It's not the same. Yeah, like when when Metallica you watch
4: events on the network and they overdub
1: that song, it's just, You're right.
0: <laughs> and the Metallica has worked with WWE in the past. What do you think, Sam? They, yeah, yeah I, just I, recently,
1: yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd, put, so. Sam, I'd put Sam in. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. I think, like,
0: yeah. I mean, if you can get the song, absolutely. And you can
4: do the entrance <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> don't the wall, don't put
0: in hardcore and hat.
4: Come out and some beers.
0: <laughs> no. Nope.
4: Stone
0: Cold? Yeah. No. <laughs> no well, Stone Cold should induct him. Uh no hardcore (laughs) hack though. None of that. right. next up.
2: Great. Great Khali. Yeah, I I would I would say yes to Great Khali. Khali goes in? Yeah. Jam Jason?
4: Uh I'm
1: gonna say no on that one. I I, want him to go in just because I want to hear the uh the speech.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think he goes in. I think he's a, a revolutionary big man and I think uh yeah, I think he goes in. Okay. All right. Next up, uh, Joey Styles. Hmm. Oh my God.
2: That's uh, what it, right. Exactly.
1: Uh, I'll say no. I would like to say yes, but I, I just can't do it. Jamie Jason.
4: I, I'm gonna say yes, just for the fact that many of those ECW shows, he was a one man. Yeah. Team, well, not really team, but one man commentary. Right. <laughs> you know. And- yeah carrying those shows and holding that up that's great yeah I yeah mean, he guess, could do
0: it all his WWE run was a little lackluster as a performer but he's been behind the scenes doing a lot of stuff I think he's he's been great for the business I'm gonna say yeah
2: alright next up Michelle McCool Undertaker's wife
0: yeah um, I, I
2: think so yes at some point
0: Jamie Jason
4: yeah I guess so yeah it <laughs> kind of keeps Undertaker happy too <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah, yeah
0: I think she's she's on that level with a couple of the other women that have gone in I, yeah I think she goes in all right. been, hey, especially for her role in
4: the last ride yeah, 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 she's yeah. hell
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. alright so this next uh, uh, these are all going to be like kind of current guys and okay. so thinking about the future Sammy Zayn, we just talked about him is he a future Hall of Famer uh, I think he
1: could
0: be I think he could be Sammy Jason
2: yeah
0: yeah, especially if he keeps
4: up with
0: the current character and
2: yeah, they just let him go and do his thing, yeah. Definitely got potential.
1: Uh, yeah. Pray Wyatt. Uh I would only say yes because of the different creative aspects that he's had. Okay. But. Jason. Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. Definitely. I'm gonna say yeah. Gonna say okay. You. Earned his spot. Dean Ambrose. John Boxley. Possible. So let's say let's say let's say he does not step foot back into WWE. WWE does not end up buying out AEW and getting all the rights. <laughs> does does Dean Ambrose go back? No. Going no. Off of his shield work no. and all that. No. Jason,
4: I'm gonna say yeah.
2: Mm. Mm. Just
4: because it. just because he's another one that even if you ignore John Moxley, I just feel like well obviously you can see the potential was there and he's another one they
2: were holding back for yeah. some reason like. I don't... Hearing down stories and Vince was, you know, some of yeah. the stuff that he was talking about on the Jericho podcast that
4: Vince was suggesting he do. It's just like, no. It's, it's See, obvious this guy's so much better.
2: True. In the history of it, I feel like he would be looked back as almost like the road dog of yes. BX. I, I you know what I'm saying? Like, he I'm had a sit- singles career, but it wasn't what... Like a Triple H
0: or like Roman Reigns, you know, equivalently. Or had. even a Jericho or even that would like, go in on his own, you know, same thing. Y- y- uh,
1: yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I he'll go in one day, but it will be as a member of the Shield. Shield. Exactly.
0: That's yeah. exactly my point. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I, yes. uh, I'm agreeing. I would love to see him like on his own, but he's going to do it in AEW. And uh, yeah, I'd say yeah. he goes in as a Shield. Right.
2: Because I, I feel like the thing about doing this is that they're so relevant right now. Yeah. That they're in a the spotlight. But it's like, how will we look back on them 15, 20 exactly. years from right, now? Right. And right. it's like, you know, it, it'll be different. So, okay, next up Fandango. Oh, man. <laughs> now. You no. know, we, I mean, we, we were talking about gimmicks.
0: Yeah. You know? know, does he
2: go in off of the
0: gimmick? If they have a gimmick wing, I think the gimmick goes in. I don't think he goes <laughs> in. I think,
2: think he said too many injuries. I think that's really hurt his career. If yeah.
0: they had a, a, a wing for theme music. I think that goes in <laughs> because that got more downloads on iTunes than anything ever. Right? Yeah. All right. So, his part- what do you think, Jamie Jason? Fandango? Yeah,
4: it's the same thing. as the gimmick, not necessarily the performer or okay. but
2: right. the gimmick. Cool. All right. Well, there we go. All right. So, how's this partner fair? Tyler Breeze. What do we think? Nah, nah, Same thing. Nah, yeah, yeah no. Nah, I yeah.
0: love the gimmick with the cell phone and everything, the beauty thing. But I don't even think he does that much anymore. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he, he's good. And it. I love that they all do different gimmicks like every time when they come out, which is great. But they also back it up in the ring. But Hall of Famers? I don't think so. All right, Velveteen Dream. Are we looking at a future? Oh <laughs> God, I want to say yes
1: so bad. I want to say yes. I mean, everything is there for him that says future yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's gonna be an interesting one to watch. I think. <laughs>
0: Velveteen dream.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, yeah, hopefully, hopefully.
0: If he stays on this run, if he has a successful run, I think he's making an impact. I would love to say yes. Okay, all right. I think his gimmick will definitely be memorable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But Yeah, no yeah. question. And okay. I want to know who came up with that, actually. It's got to be a, a culmination because that's just, it's so far out there. I think it was just him. I think he said he wanted to do something that was
2: like Prince. Like well, he got inspired by he did like it. the Prince. <laughs> I mean, and, yeah. I should know
0: Patrick Clark better than that, but
2: I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, last one, Adam Cole. Bay Bay. Bay Bay. bay, yes. bay. Yes.
1: I, I, I think so. I mean, he's the face of NXT. Like he's the face of a whole brand. So, uh, so was
2: know. Bo Dallas. Oh, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I was going to say no to him, too, because I love Bo Dallas.
1: Yeah, I, I go yes for Adam Cole. Yeah.
0: Jason?
4: Yeah, no, on no, the Bo Dallas, no.
0: <laughs> Damn it. Is he still, he's still important, though, is I was just is, thinking he, about Bo he, Dallas he, the he other day. Didn't get released. What happened to think?
2: him? I don't know. I think he still is there. I don't think he's part of the releases. So he, he
0: just... I want him to go back to the, 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 the I believe, the Bo leave gimmick. That's what I want to say. I don't know. Wouldn't that Wouldn't that fit great if that gimmick showed up in the in the Firefly fun to have to? Yes. You know, in the Bray Wyatt segments. You know, not the theme
4: segments,
0: but the Bray Wyatt segments. visiting. <laughs> or Bo Dallas could end up being a disciple of Seth Rollins. Give yeah. him a disciple. Give him something Why to not? do. I mean, yeah. He was one of the uh, mids of the altar, But to answer on. your final question, Adam Cole, baby, I think, yes. I think he's on the track to go. Man. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Got oh, yeah. to go. Yeah. So... It's uh, It's been a great episode 86 of the Dirty Ugly Wrestling podcast. And uh, we want to thank everybody on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Everybody who logs on to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and uh, Dirty Ugly Wrestling at gmail.com. We want to thank Jam and Jason for making an appearance tonight. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, always a pleasure. want to Want to say, uh, you know, shout out to your family, and uh, you know, hope everybody's doing well. I hope you were able to join us next month or when we do this again. I want to thank yeah. CM Funk for uh, joining us live here via just six feet. Yeah, <laughs> live via six feet. Via steel chair. Yeah. Right, yeah. steel. It's got a padding on it though. It does. It's so you don't want to use that as a gimmick on TV because it's it's weak. Uh, I say I got a real one though. I'll take the hit on this one. I'm so. I'm sure you <laughs> would. Big Ugly, what do you think? 86 episodes. 86 we did all right, month, right? Going to 99.
2: What?
0: <laughs> yeah, Jim and Jason, he said, I asked earlier, I said, did you ever think we would do 86 episodes? Big Ugly said, I thought I would have quit by now. And then I said, we're on the way to 100. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll see you at 99. And that's it. So we only might have the dirty wrestling podcast. It just might be dirty. Um, but uh, I think we hit everything on here. And uh, we want we appreciate everybody. Michael Spedden, of course, we want to thank him and the foul players radio and everybody that he talks to and, and, and associates with. So we'll be back in October. Have a great September and a great beginning of uh, the fall season. And the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast is three, two, one. Deuces. Deuces. Delay. <laughs>